0: hey what's up everybody this is the great cave welcome to the great cave it's your man dk got monty in here as always how's it going monty what up what up Mm. so we we had a list of topics as always but literally five minutes before we press record uh there was an update about well it was breaking news about dr dre having a brain aneurysm and he's in icu right now um yeah man we're not we're not starting off the new year on a on a good note man dr dre is obviously an absolute legend and um the game would be devastated if we if we lost him. I mean, he brought us people like Eminem, Snoop Dogg, um, uh, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar.
1: Kendrick Lamar, man. Even so many goats, modern day goats too, man. It's it's pretty crazy
0: to hear. Yeah, he's the greatest producer of all time, I would I would say. And um yeah, man, he's too young. He's I think he's like in his fifties. That's that's very young. And um I just hope I hope then, I hope nothing fatal happens to him. I was looking up the survival rate of brain rhythms and it was like fifty percent, which is um which is deadly. You know, imagine getting a sickness and the doctor tells you, Oh, you got a fifty percent chance to live. Like, that shit is wild. yeah that's the scary part about it yeah dr Drake definitely was a fit person branded himself as a a pretty uh health 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 conscious guy um yeah
1: he always has his uh the the fit that he wears kinda kind of the muscle shirt he <laughs> always see he definitely works out, so man it's like a brain aneurysm that's just that's just hard to hear something even when you're fit and all that it just come, comes upon you like like uh, you, you cannot predict this shit you know it's uh, it's always hard something like this happening
0: you know i was thinking about like momentum and stuff because we're talking about like oh let's not set the let's not set the 2021 tone so so dark but i i was just thinking like time is a man-made concept yes it is based on like the 365 days that you know it takes for the earth to orbit the sun but like once the momentum of something happens something as arbitrary as January 1st it doesn't stop it seems like it doesn't stop anything it's just yeah it's know. just a number we
1: made up to uh,
0: make, make ourselves uh you know
1: make, make ourselves more orderly you know <laughs> pretty much but even with that number though it, it's still i guess we, we're so used to like hey man 2020 is over man uh, 2021 is like a new time it's going to be different but hey man it's it's still it's still the same old and uh, it's still going to be tra- a tragedy, a tragedy, and you know, still going to be a lot of great stuff happening. But man, we're so far we're not off to a good note. Five days into twenty twenty
2: one,
1: yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Especially, especially you know, people are still, COVID numbers are still, like you know, every day almost thousands of people are still dying. So it's not like things just magically, magically disappeared with twenty twenty one. I mean twenty twenty ending. So we're still we're still in the deep cut man
0: not to mention like there's been a big big pushback against the the vaccine because there's a lot of people that think it's a government's way of trying to swindle money and stuff uh it's it's kind of odd because there were some people that believed in the coronavirus but some of the vaccine popped up they were like not only doubting the vaccine but they were doubting the actual virus in itself which is crazy like if you you can't see that the virus is actually a real thing by the numbers, the statistics. Uh, I, I don't know what can, what what I could say to you at that point, but um, yeah, Monty, it's it's pretty messed up, man. Pretty dark, dark way to start a year if you're you know in tune with pop culture. Because I know some people are like, bro, why do I care? Why would you care about a celebrity you don't know? But you know when they when they're instrumental in creating like classics you know something that's dear to your heart Of course you're going to of course you're going to care um and dr dre was one of those kobe bryant was one of those um and so
1: yeah yeah they still had a lot of a lot of a lot of effect within the culture you know honestly a lot of these artists you know especially dr dre man he 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 contributed a lot to the hip hop culture just pop culture in general mm-hmm. Yeah. with a lot of, you know, mentoring so many artists with, you know, so many, even today, Kendrick Lamar. And I know he's he's always looking for the next artist that, that he wants to put the spotlight on. Yeah, And, you know, it's it's really sad to see somebody like Dr. Dre, you know, having to deal with this life, life-threatening issue like this, man. Hopefully, hopefully he pulls through, man. I know with, uh, you mentioned that brain aneurysm, uh, the chances are like almost 50-50 and, hopefully the the good 50 wins man
0: Mm, yeah definitely um on to well (laughs) i I can't say lighter news or whatever but it's it's still pretty pretty messed up but uh more breaking news is um Kanye West and Kim Kardashian it looks like uh divorce is imminent as that's what page six reported from i'm assuming a close source uh they they apparently been in marriage counseling but I don't know if it seems to be working.
1: Damn, man. Even if even if the counselor can't save you, man, that's, you know, that's serious.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, Kanye West has had a history of mental illness. You know, there was that one time where he uh, went on stage and took some shots at Beyonce and Jay-Z. And then shortly after that, he had a mental breakdown and got admitted into a psych ward. Um, and he was very honest and open about him having not only insecurities, uh, but, um, bipolar, he was, he had a bipolar disorder, but then if y'all remember, he grilled it back and said that it was just a lack of sleep. But as somebody that struggles with insomnia, um, I I don't think a lot of Kanye's moves are from lack of sleep to, to be honest with you. But, um, in terms of everything dealing with his marriage, you know, when, when they first got married, There was a lot of memes and jokes like, oh, Kim K is perfect for Kanye West for his ego and all that. But uh, no one expected to, uh, well, a lot of people didn't expect them to last this long. A lot of people thought it was shallow in the first place. But, you know, they've made children together and, and it was a pretty serious couple. But earlier, what, not earlier, but like later in 2020, it was revealed or was it mid-2020, I can't remember, but Kanye West had suspicions on Kim K. having an affair with, of all people, Meek Mill, Um, and that sounds so random. I think since Meek Mill is a big part of the, you know, fighting against criminal injustice from the court systems and the system of white supremacy, I guess Kim K. met up with Meek Mill or something like that because Kim K. has been trying to be instrumental in freeing a lot of black people that either got too harsh of sentences or in their when they're innocent. And so I guess she met up with Meek Mill and Kanye didn't like that and assumed assume the worst. But um yeah, that that's that's a big deal. That that let us know where his mind is in terms of his relationship and kind of gave you a A peek into like what the future of that relationship could be um but yeah yeah well especially
1: when he had the twitter meltdown and you know talking about you know with the same same time as uh him accusing of kim being with uh with meek you know he was also he was just going off on everything just you could tell it was another one of his episodes and i don't know man as as a, like a, as like a wife or a husband, I don't know how how
0: much you could deal with that, especially being in the public eye, you know. Yeah, the public eye has to amplify it way worse. It amplifies every yeah um, fame and all that.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, I, and it's, it's and this kind of different because now they have kids, so it's not like uh, it's not like another relationship that Kim had before. So you know, it's kind of different, and so I feel I feel bad for the kids. Uh, especially going through all this and, you know, especially being in the public eye, man, that's, that's gotta be terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess all I can say is, uh, I hope the best form best forum we don't really have that many details as of right now, but I just know that. Uh, yeah. Kanye- but I did,
1: uh, you know, with Twitter, you know, it's always jokes. Uh, a lot of people are saying we are about to get another fire Kanye
0: album. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Um, there's always there's always a theory when there's a high profile breakup that the artist is going to deliver the best work they've ever delivered. Um, so that's kind of true. Honestly, like honestly, if you look back,
1: a lot of a lot of great music came from just not even heartbreak in general. Just uh, a lot of dark times people go through. So I don't know with Kanye. So we might see another shift to shift and change in Kanye. But I don't know. I feel like he maybe Kim leaving him uh her leaving him also had to do with the fact that he's also you know probably going a little too deep on the religious train on the other side you know going a little too crazy yeah so I don't know I don't know if he's going to keep that up or is, is he gonna is he gonna try to try to get better or is he gonna start taking his medicine like I don't know what the next chapter is but... I know I'll be looking forward to see what, what it is, but hopefully it's not anything anything negative, man. I'm always looking for something great to come out of, even, even if it's just music, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's probably whatever's next is going to be unpredictable, just knowing Kanye, but hopefully it's the good kind of unpredictable. And um, let's see. Uh, do you believe, like, Playboy Cardi after... <laughs> If, like, let's say him and Iggy Azalea broke up. Do you think Playboy Cardi would deliver the best product he's ever made?
1: <laughs> no, man. <laughs> That's kind of different, man. Honestly, Playboy Cardi. Yeah. I still have. He he has not shown enough to to prove that he, he's that type of artist. It's just like he. I wanted to get into it because you know we we had an episode planned out before when uh, when Playboy Cardi dropped this album right and that was like the big news with uh iggy and, and pretty much the album reception and i was pretty heated man i was i was just disappointed in the album i wasn't even that hyped honestly you know because i'm not i'm not a huge cardi fan but i still check out the music and also yeah. his previous album dial kind of grew on me over time so i was like i was kind of looking forward to you know him providing that same type of vibe you know i wasn't looking for anything lyrical but even that, that was just I don't know, man. The the lyrics were repetitive. Uh, you could you could tell like he didn't put any effort into it. Like that's that's all I asked for. Sometimes some effort. Even the beats were kind of trash, man. I was just man. It was it was just not good. But also with that came uh, all the all all the Iggy, all the stuff that Iggy revealed through like Twitter threads and IG videos, and they were having pretty pretty bad problems. And I was also. I was also disappointed in him as a person, but honestly, I, I don't know why I was disappointed because I didn't have really much of expectations. So I'll say, I'll say he was just because if, if you saw the report, man, he was pretty much playing games with a uh, little Uzi in Philadelphia. Oh, while yeah, yeah. you know, his uh, wife was giving birth. Uh, that's just that's just man. That's that's not that's just some foul shit, man.
0: Yeah. Well, well, there was also. Um... The housekeeper stumbling upon his mistress and like, I guess his mistress was hiding in the closet while the housekeeper was cleaning the crib, and then the housekeeper came back maybe because she forgot something. I, I forgot I, I didn't hear the whole story, but that's that's crazy. That's that's wild. Um, but- See this this stuff like this
1: makes me really disappointed and in, in the people that that are famous nowadays are uh, people that look up to these rappers, man, because you know Playboy Cardi. He really has a fan base that's almost almost like K-pop type of culture, man. Almost like K-pop stance. And it's pretty weird to me, man. And, well, and it yeah, just shows, man. <laughs> that,
0: there's a lot of people that worship Playboy Cardi. I noticed that. And um
1: I like this man does not care about you, man. Even even more than these K pop stands. At least they pretend they care. You know, he, he doesn't even pretend that he, he cares about y'all. So it's weird to me, man, how how people latch onto these type of celebrities, yeah, or just you know not even celebrities, even fandoms like uh, just uh star wars you know people people are people go crazy about these artificial things that imagine well, what people could do if they put their energy into a lot of good things that they could do in the world man
0: but but monty quick question I, I need to know um I know you're not a stan of any type and music or or anything really, but what's the What's the what's what artist are you the biggest fan of?
1: Biggest fan Mm -hmm.
0: that you're like really just uh
1: just in uh uh, in the terms of artistic artistic value or just uh you know somebody or or to the place where I'm almost bordering to being a being a stand (laughs) because you know I I try not to stand like ever yeah yeah Uh, Um, that's gonna be tough because. Cause I would say Kendrick, cause he's my favorite. You know, Bro, you artist. can't you
0: can't take my answer. <laughs> what the fuck? That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of easy, my, but that's my answer?
1: Yeah, cause with Kendrick, man, it's like honestly, I don't know how you, even if you could stand him, cause he's not in the public eye. Like he barely, he barely, you know, makes the news un- until he drops the album. So yeah, it's like you can't really keep up with his life, and he's not really, he's not even doing features when he's off. So it's, it's like hard to say. And there's something so, so beautiful about that. There's something so beautiful yeah, about Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. I wish a yeah. lot, lot more people knew how to how to approach life like that. But, you know, a lot of people get blinded by the fame and the money that they got to, they think they got to be always in the public eye making the news. And yeah, and I wish a lot, 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 lot more people looked up to Kendrick on how to deal with fame. But, you know, but it, it's also easy to say because not everybody has that same type of success. So I don't know
0: yeah definitely um now moving into for sure darker news is uh uh, well yeah definitely dark uh we got news about mf doom passing away on the last day of 2020 um man that was like almost
1: not perfect obviously but perfect ending to 20 how horrible 2020 was you know but yeah but with the news of dr dre man it seems like you know, these years don't really matter. The, we're always going to have bad news. But 2020 exactly. especially was just just something about about that year, man. It's just terrible.
0: Yeah, it's like a final. It was like a final um, fuck you. However, again, now with the continuation of bad news, it wasn't so final. And I was thinking, too, like, bro, we lost Nipsey also and world in 2019. So uh, 2020 was so bad, we forgot about 2019. But we lost some legends there, too. Um, yeah, but
1: especially young people man especially these are not like you know when when, when actors or a lot of actors are just people in other other famous people die usually in a lot of the other industries it's, it's mostly old people but with uh hip-hop man there's a lot of young people dying man and it's just sad yeah. especially with hip-hop that's that makes it way worse yeah
0: yeah hip-hop is the number one genre right now for like popping artists getting killed or dying or whatever, um, but MF Doom, I, I can't lie though, bro. And me and Brady talked about this, but we wasn't on, we wasn't on game on how dynamic MF Doom was, how how great he was. His like lyrical precision, yeah. his his calmness, his chillness, the characters that he has in his own musical he universe.
1: Take, yeah, he took a lot of inspiration from Doctor Doom, you know, from the Marvel universe. He had a lot of he he had a lot of inspiration from comic books and a lot of you know a lot of nerd culture and that's what kind of drew 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 me to him in the first place. But he's also one of the definitely one of the one of the best lyricists ever. And his rhyme schemes are pretty, pretty crazy, man. If you listen to especially like a lot of his songs, like all caps and the whole pretty much the whole album with uh, Mad Lib, Mad Villainy, that that's that's like one of the most if you if you go on like you know if you if you go on like a more critical approach to hip hop that album gets always 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 gets praised like heavy in the in the reviewer circle or just people who look at music or hip hop and a lot, a lot more critical eye you know that that uh, that album always gets like people always say that's like one of the best albums ever made so yeah you know he's he definitely was an under underground legend that a lot of people didn't know about
0: yeah yeah and i literally got into him like a few days before he died which which makes it eerie like because it is so random but then what we found out too though is that a lot of fans were saying that bro he he died october 31st and we just got (laughs) the yeah yeah the crazy thing thing. like he died on halloween which is i know mf doom was like in like insanely private but uh I think that's the first in a long time if ever where an artist died and we didn't know right away but I yeah understand- that's insane man i respect it like how, how do you how do you not reveal your death uh, honestly
1: and it wasn't even an accident we found out they revealed it on purpose on the last day of 2020 you know mm-hmm. the wife i think and and a lot of people said that's like the the most doomed shit that that could ever happen like him dying on halloween and him keeping a secret for like three months and then we find out on the last day of 2020.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, um, you know what I also learned? Now, this is very controversial and weird, but at MF Doom shows, he would have imposters perform his songs and a lot of them have gotten booed. Like, there was an imposter that I think this is on hip hop dx uh m f doom breakdown or said it, it, the title is the hypocrisy of an m f doom fan and it went in about like how like our our fans right to be critical of m f doom for like having other people perform and uh his own songs because it could be a big part of his art piece and all that but i honestly man I love it and this is just that's just some weird shit that he does and I
1: love it man it's like you know imagine. Anybody else, if if they did it, I'd be like, damn man, why are you doing this shit for MF Doom? That's that's on brand for him. <laughs> Honestly, his fans should know like what you're getting into because
2: yeah, the, but,
0: uh, that's the type of shit that MF Doom does. But 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 Dead in Hip Hop, a member of Dead in Hip Hop, I can't remember his name, didn't appreciate that. He said he stayed he he um waited until two a.m. for MF Doom to perform, and then found out that it was an imposter. So not only was MF Doom late but it wasn't even him. And so Damn. he was like pissed. Um, I, I definitely understand the
1: frustration. Yeah. I'll be, yeah, uh, I'll be, yeah. If if my favorite artist uh, I saw and just waited for hours and hours and, and it's not even them. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I get I not wait, man. <laughs> I should I shouldn't be,
0: I shouldn't be right. praising
1: what he did, man. But, but since I've never honestly,
0: been to a show and looking at it retrospectively, that does sound, sound like some, yeah. Villain, villainy, like some villain type shit. Just looking yeah. back at it, uh. But I guess
1: it's different when you when you're the one who's paying money and actually experiencing it. But you know, from a, from a story point, that that sounds hilarious to me, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh I I learned some some things about MF Doom. He was a part of a, a a group in the '90s, and they had a they had a, a big record. I believe it was called Peach Fuzz and they were gearing for an album gearing up for an album but then one of the members died in a tragic car crash and so the label dropped the remaining two members and then mf doom rebranded himself basically um so yeah a lot of interesting facts about that guy or about that goat and um, how how private he is the mask and all that Uh, people said he would go to the studio and record in the mask and i think that's the that's a, a funny funny little fact. Um, yeah,
1: he always kept in character, man. Took a lot of inspiration from not just comic books, also wrestling. Because, you know, a lot, of wrestler, a lot of wrestlers don't break character. They always keep it up, the the yeah. heel, the face persona. And he definitely took a lot of inspiration from that. other uh, you know, very respectful, very respectful that he, he kept up with that. And it's crazy, man. What would you say? I know you just recently got into him, but... Uh, did you check out any any specific songs from him that you thought man this dude this dude was something else he was
0: really talented mm. yeah I, I i checked out like the the popular ones i haven't like dove into his album yet but i heard uh doomsday um I'm yeah that's definitely of, one like, of my favorites yeah yeah i can't i'm like bad with song titles i think there was one called uh figaro uh figaro or something like that figaro and um that was that was interesting there was a channel called highlight that literally highlights song structures like different flows and stuff like yeah. that
1: and uh you yeah, could they break do down that. so many so many of uh doom's work like how how great and deep in depth it is when it comes to rhyme schemes and just metaphors and all that he he, he definitely had a way with way with words
0: yeah yeah it's multi syllabistic yeah syllabistic <laughs> and uh yeah man just greatness just greatness and um yeah, yeah my
1: favorites were actually the, the collaboration that he did with danger mouse it was like uh it was like a producer almost you know and they they teamed up and uh also danger doom it, it, i think it was called danger doom yeah yeah and that was definitely it's it's the same with the uh, same with you uh it's always hard for him to remember a lot of the names but i definitely remember listening to that and being super impressed especially when I got into hip-hop first and that definitely made me a fan and that and also Doomsday you know that's one of his one of his most uh criti- critically acclaimed albums which is also an, another one of my favorites and
0: you know if you, yeah. if you haven't
1: heard of doom you definitely definitely should check it out man he's definitely one of the staples of
0: hip-hop yeah and, and make sure you make sure you type his name in all caps because fans will come at you <laughs> for not typing his name in all caps uh
2: yeah
1: MF Doom, yeah, he's definitely definitely one of the goats when it comes to underground rapping. But a lot of people are finding out that you know, not just underground,
2: he's just one of the greats in general.
0: Um, and for somebody underground, man, his views were ridiculous. He has he has a huge fan base. Like I feel like at, after the advent of social media, uh, underground, yeah. is, underground is like blurred. The lines are blurred. When, when you factor in how big these artists songs are on YouTube and stuff, because yeah, that's the new metric. So, um, uh,
1: yeah, they're not in the forefront, but you know, when it comes to people going back and finding discovering like old acts, old music artists and YouTube always comes through with that. Yeah.
0: Facts. Facts. Um, so yeah, man, rest, rest in peace to that goat MF doom. And, uh, moving forward, uh, so there was an old ass beef, like stale, spoiled beef that got reignited. And um, I find it really hard to like care or invest energy into this, but it is hip hop. So we can talk about it. Um, Benzino, if you guys uh, didn't know, Benzino was somebody that um, played a big part with the Source Magazine back when Source Magazine reviews mattered. And, uh, you know, they had like a, they would review albums they had like a mic system and it was like like a uh if you had five mics you had a classic if you had one mic then your album was trash and uh eminem would get a poor mic reaction or poor in his his eyes you know i'm pretty sure eminem after making his albums felt like they should be five out of five and uh benzino would give like two three or something like that and uh eminem lit a fire under his ass and benzino you know, made disc records which were I mean, horrible in my opinion. And uh he tried to go the he tried to go the route that everybody seems to go. Like the same thing with Nick Cannon, which is, oh, Eminem, you're white and you're racist. Now I will say this. He does reference this track where Eminem apparently made fun of black women or said the N-word. I've never heard this record. So I'm 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 ignorant or, or uninformed, but uh from what I've seen of Eminem, he's always respected black people culture, hip hop culture, and uh, stood up for, you know, Black Lives Matter and all of that type of stuff. So I haven't seen any evidence and it does kind of get tiring to hear people go the the, the racist route. But um, anyway, Royce 59 Five Nine is, uh, as we know, Eminem's best friend and one of the only people that can lyrically go back and forth with Eminem. He's very underrated. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but they actually made an album called, uh, uh, bad meets evil. This was a while ago, maybe like a decade ago. But it was it was well received. I think it went gold. And um on that album is a fine example of what Royce the five nine can do on records with Eminem consistently. But uh Royce the five nine takes Eminem very seriously and he doesn't really appreciate when people are like Eminem's not top five or or Eminem is it is a um is a culture vulture, just stuff like that, or nobody cares about Eminem, or black people can't relate to Eminem, stuff like that. Uh, Raisin Five Nine will—I've uh, seen him routinely defend Eminem's honor, uh, whereas Eminem himself is often quiet unless he's talking to artists on Kamikaze. Um, in fact, um, in fact, the sad thing about the Dr. Dre thing too, which I don't think this is super serious, but uh, Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Are trading shots with each other, and these are both Dr. Dre's produce. Yeah, these are both. Dr. I think this might this might cause them to come through, you
1: know, just drop the drop the beef, and not it might not even that serious in the first place. So, yeah, Honestly, yeah, I don't see the beef going on, but, in, in but, the, anymore. But
0: the interesting thing is, Snoop Dogg was on, you know, on the Breakfast Club apparently, and said, "Uh, we can do without Eminem's music." Like, it, it, Eminem said he was like hurt by that. Uh. He said, and I know we're supposed to be talking about Benzino guys, but I really, I do not. Benzino so irrelevant. <laughs> there's more
1: interest. Uh, there's more interesting beefs than this, but yeah. it's still, it's still making the news somehow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But so Snoop Dogg, apparently in the breakfast club, at, uh, I I didn't see that interview, but Eminem summed it up as, you know, he didn't, he didn't take it offensively uh, until he heard, like it was something about Snoop Dogg's tone. he was like, I don't care if I'm, I don't got to be in your top five or top 10. And, and, you know, Snoop Dogg went to say that, oh, there's so many rappers from the nineties that can't that Eminem can't fuck with. And Eminem heard that and he was like, oh, okay, that's, that's fine. But then Snoop apparently said Eminem's music. That's something that I can do without, or we can do without. And that's what her Eminem and Eminem said specifically uh, we're, we're supposed to be on the same team you know, because of the Dr. Dre aftermath thing. Um, so it really caught him off guards. Uh uh and M and made like took a took a couple of bars at uh Snoop Dogg. He was like, uh damn Snoop. He said the last thing I need was Snoop Dogg in me. And he's like, goddamn, man, you're like a guy to me. And then he said, uh oops, my bad. I, yeah. I had dog backwards or whatever like that. So uh it's damn. that's that's random, right? Because Snoop Dogg is really riding this Peace and you know, he's been on this piece in Unity, Kumbaya. He's kinda like a hip hop. He dropped that shit after he dropped the name Snoop Lion, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that Snoop Line shit was was a really quick phase, it seems like. But but Snoop has always seemed to be like a, a hip-hop elder statesman that has been supportive of the newer acts and stuff like that. We've never really seen like OG versus OG. Um, but that's why it's so random to me. It's so so weird to me. I would think out of anybody, Snoop Dogg would be one of the ones that are that would be waving the Eminem flag. And it caught uh, Eminem off guard to the point where Eminem was like, "Bro, I just saw you." And, and, and <laughs> I don't
1: know. I feel like Snoop is just trolling, man. At this point, but he might drop this. We might find out now that you know Dr. Dre is uh, dealing with some shit, and they might have to be next to him, you know, support him be there for him. So hopefully hopefully they drop this kind of petty petty type of beef that they got going on. But let me ask you this, do you think uh if he's serious, if Snoop is serious about this, you know?
0: Do you think uh Adam being white has to do anything with it? Um that's a big part of the conversation. Uh however, that's not the whole conversation cuz Eminem has made some wild ass songs, bro, like he's rapped about like getting molested by his uncle in a very comedic way, not like a serious way. Um, And it was a disgusting ass song. I I learned what the word felch mean, meant through Eminem, because there's this line where he said his uncle was like, do you want to get felched or do the felching? And uh, I never heard that word. What does it mean? It means uh, suck and cum out of assholes. Man, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And Eminem rapped about that. So, so there is a lot of stuff Eminem raps about that. That's
1: definitely some uh, some weird shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> how do you yeah, how do you rap
0: about that shit? And but we can't. Pretend, yeah, that's some nasty shit, man. We can't pretend that like Eminem doesn't make songs like "Not Afraid" or or "Stand." we we use "Stand" all the time, bro. He created that. That's that's a big yeah. deal because that's a perfect word to describe you know fans that go overboard and um. Yeah, Eminem has a lot of great songs outside of the, you know, because there's Eminem and then there's Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers. He kind of has his alter ego thing going as well. Um, so uh, uh, lyrically, technically, there's nobody that can really compete with Eminem. I, I just, I'm just shocked that it's even a conversation, bro. Like, he's definitely top ten, and if he's in somebody's top five, I can't argue against that. I, I can't argue against that. Um, in terms of goats, in terms of people that inspire me, Eminem is definitely up there. And uh he might even be on the Mount Mount Rushmore in my in, on my Mount Rushmore. So um Yeah. But he
1: definitely has a recent, you know, recent years, he definitely has that rep, like a bad, not even a bad rep, but the type of kind of a turn into a meme where uh, like, like the, a lot of the white people that listen to la- rap, they'll say Eminem is their favorite and dis- disregard, and a lot of other artists, you know,
0: mm-hmm. that kind of has become a meme at this point, yeah, yeah. Um, here, so I got 20 notifications on Twitter. This is random, but it's about Dr. Dre, and uh, so hopefully, it's not something bad, man. Bro, there's a lot of people okay so 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 you remember i asked the question like what is a brain aneurysm like like what like can you tell me something about it people are shout out shout out to people that followed me on twitter somebody said um one second loading loading somebody said there are potential signs of having one sudden extreme severe headache stiff neck nausea vomiting dizziness blurred vision somebody said hypertension and then somebody said that is exactly what i thought I, I thought I was getting the flu. Mine was caused by a malformation that I that I had that develops when you are an infant but have no way of knowing without a CAT scan. Had a blood vessel I had a blood vessel burst because they were in a knot. That's crazy, bro. So uh shout out to I'm trying to find his name. Um SF Giants 2K13 on Twitter. Um he, he went in depth about having a malformation in his brain uh since an infant and there was no way he could know there's no way to find out if you have a malformation in your brain i guess until it manifests itself as a brain aneurysm so um yeah there you go monty
1: yeah man i got it scared for a couple seconds you know Mm -hmm. that something even worse
0: happened yeah Definitely. But see, a lot of people are mentioning Dr. Dre's history of beating women and, and not, and, and calling that karma. That's, that's a big part of what people are hitting me up. Cause I, 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 made a post like, uh, please, doctor, like, please no, not the goat. And, uh, people are saying, um, it's ironic that Dr. Dre was the angel in guilty conscience when in real life, that nigga was beating women up for years. And, uh, um, I said, uh, I said in response to that tweet, yeah, Eminem on that same song said, uh, are you really gonna take advice from somebody that beat D Barnes uh beat up D Barnes? And uh that's a that's a classic record. So even Eminem called him out on a song that they collaborated on. That that is a part of Dr. Dre's past that um you know that 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 it's a black, it's it's a black eye on his history. And um on his legacy, I guess, because there's a lot of black women that I'm seeing on Twitter that are not digging the idea of Dr. Trey and calling it karma. What do you think about that? See, it's always weird to me when that
1: happens, you know, because you know we should not we should not disregard the past, but uh, you know when somebody's going through something like this, uh, it's like it's like imagine imagine you're dying right now and somebody you know he did some. You know you had you probably you know had some bad history and they bring that shit up when you're deathbed that's not like there's time and place for that shit, you know, and this it's it's kind of not the time to to bring all that shit up,
0: yeah, yeah it's um yeah i i, I agree with you it's just gonna anger the dr Dre dr Drake fans and I don't think nothing good is gonna come out of it, but I'm not yeah there's also other side to it, you know all the other fans that are gonna. Come at the
1: people saying this. I mean, you shouldn't pay attention to that. But you know, also realize you know he has a he has a bad past, and he probably worked on that. You know, cause yeah, yeah. Well, if if it was like a crazy thing, it, you know, he, he probably would have would have caught caught more flag over the years. But I haven't really seen anything where you know something Dr. Cosby level or <laughs> not Dr. Cosby. I mean Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that level or. Uh, or right, what's the other one I'm thinking of? I'm I'm blanking on the name and the big one, mm-hmm.
0: um, the one that round? he had a
1: documentary on.
0: Oh, uh, damn! I don't know, bro. It's a hip hop artist that beat women.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the you know he had a big a documentary series on it. I forgot. Mark Kelly. I can't believe I'm back. Mark huh? Kelly yeah yeah r kelly you know it's not not
0: something like r kelly level no 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 no. r kelly is just the worst of the worst i can't blame nobody for like looking at beating up a woman as unforgivable like like you just won't even if they haven't done it in years and and they're reformed not forgiving them i I can't blame them or whatever but it, it might i i just get this bad this bad feeling, this bad taste in my mouth when I see, oh, this is karma, like the worst thing could happen to him, and like, oh, that's karma, like good, you know this is God getting back or something like that. It's always like in that- it doesn't work that way most of the time <laughs> yeah, exactly in in my opinion, but um yeah i don't I don't care what these people say, I hope Dr dre uh, they did the same stuff with uh Colby too, you know, when he died, oh yeah, when uh what asked that uh that lady. Oh, what do you think about Kobe Bryant raping that woman? Like it was so like, what? Because <laughs> that cause that, w- that was a matter that happened years, 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 years before his death. And um, I yeah, yes yeah, this yeah, this
1: subject is always like, uh, you know, it's hard to go back and forth. There's no like black and white to it. You know, it's pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. So I always, I always try to not look at it in any any angry way. Because honestly, it's 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 always. It's always hard to talk about this stuff and, uh, and base judgment on it.
0: Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so, so speaking of Dr. Dre, somebody said, um, something about his divorce, they brought up his divorce of all things. And I said, uh, what does their divorce have to do with his brain injury? And he said, karma. And this is like a black podcast called Black Press Radio. But he originally said, be good to the people that helped you come up because Dr. Dre and his wife divorced showed some not good sides of him. I didn't read no divorce documents. All I read from that, all I got from that divorce was that his wife wanted $2 million a month. Which Yeah, that's when you type in Dr.
1: Dre's name, that's still like one of the big, big news stories that's going on. That, you know, the, the wife getting so much. Like how much money he has, and pretty much how much he's
0: getting—like half of it, almost. Yeah. that's so much, bro. That's so much. Um, yeah, but yeah. Not.
1: Also, I was seeing though, man. Like two hours right before we found found this out, there was a new story about uh, Jimmy Levine and Dr. Dre building building schools. Like, you know, there was like a new story about him. They're mm-hmm. gonna do something with. Help help build schools around around the cities. Yeah. Damn man, after that, that's 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 sad to hear. Now he's in the ICU. Like quickly, how how it, how it changes. One minute you're talking about the future, next minute you know you could be you could be going through some shit.
0: Yeah, life life is unpredictable like that. And um, yeah, man, once again, I, I really hope Dr. Drake gets well. There's so much. He's 55 years old, but I feel like there's so much he still has to do. In this world, that he wants to do in this world. Um, now, speaking of death, like Monty, you put this in the in the Google Docs, but you said uh, 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 there's a headline saying uh, an underground rapper named Lil Shark died at 18 years old. And Space Scope, yeah. Space Gold.
1: I guess he was a more of an underground SoundCloud rapper who had some some type of prominence, you know, a little bit with uh, in in that scene and. Little Shark, uh, he passed away, at freaking, eighteen years old, man. Imagine that. Uh, that's how young, young he was. But uh, what caught me caught caught the eye of the news story was that not him passing and that's sad and all, but him having a beef with uh, I think Space Ghost Perp. Like they had a bit, they had a beef going on over a couple of years back, and and <laughs> after he passed away. Um, his brother, Little Shark's brother, posted like a Twitter message, and you know, just uh, just saying that he passed away and how much he misses him. And right under it, you 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 could see Space Ghost Per tweeting, uh, ha 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 ha, smoking Shark Pack, and tweeting ha ha ha. ha that's what you get. And I'm like, damn man, even at death, you you gotta drop the beep at that point, right? That's just that's just like you don't take it to that level, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it it reminds me of 50 cent when uh Irv Gotti said uh Irv Gotti was celebrating his dad's I think turning 83 or something I think 80 something um and 50 cent posted I can't wait till that nigga dies. <laughs> and uh yeah, I
1: don't know, man, this uh, we're in the- like he's dead. This kid is dead and he was 18, man, and Space Ghost Perp just goes in there like tweeting ha, ha ha he's not alive. Man, that's some that's some foul shit, man, but then uh, we can't forget, man. I think Space Ghost Perp also has, he's, hes also has just a lot of mental issues, man. And I think this does not help, you know, something. He probably, I guess he can't rationalize normal normal, normal things. Like, you know, he should, like, you know, you got to know common sense. Like, yo, it, it's not cool anymore. Like beefing after somebody dying. Like, I guess his uh, issues are kind of, uh, within his brain, probably saying, you know, it does not correlate when something should be normal, how how we should react normally, you know, and it's it's pretty interesting to think about it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know what space ghost perps beef with little shark, but ve- there's very few things, if any, that warrants disrespect of the dead. I know that's a culture in like uh, Chicago, so I can I can blame gang culture on that. But to my knowledge, Space Ghost Perp isn't a part of a gang or anything like that. And so I I, I find it far fetched to believe that Little Shark may have did something like hurt his family members or maybe something that I don't know something that uh, that's equivalent to Space Ghost Perp saying "Ha ha, I'm glad you died" or "Ha ha, you died." Like uh, that's that's crazy, bro. It's, it seems. I would assume it's over something petty. Um, when 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 I'm juxtaposing laughing at somebody dying, like I, there's everything seems petty to me at that point. To be honest yeah. with you,
1: especially especially under the tweet uh, of the older brother, you know, tweeting
0: it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing. The 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 bystanders are the ones that feel that, like not the person that dies. Like assuming that ghosts aren't real and can't hear you. Um, it's not the dead. That, that is damaged by your words, but it's family members that you probably never met that see that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man, bad look. Just just more foul shit
1: that you got to see, man. <laughs> it's always, it's always, you know, it's always interesting to see, but very sad. Yeah. And we always try to, always try to say, man, hip hop needs to get better. Definitely. The culture needs to get better on a, on a lot of
0: aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man um so there's another headline that um i found pretty interesting uh hiphopdx.com hiphopdx.com reported that uh cardi b erupts after she's labeled a hypocrite for turning wap off around her daughter culture um as we know wap is a very expensive song explicit song what ass pussy go? You know, goes. Yeah, right. kids,
1: kids should not be listening to it, but you already know so many kids already listen to this shit. But it's so obviously, not young kids. Like, not, not, like, not like a young child that Card- Cardi B has. But you know, a lot of young kids already TikTok. You know, they they already listen to this. Yeah, shit.
0: yeah. Middle school, middle school kids singing it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That I'm not around a lot of middle school kids, girls, whatever. But uh, that would be very, very awkward hearing them sing that. Very. Man, I remember, you know, I only went to one year of
1: elementary school in this country. And it it was it was insane how how everything shifts when you hit middle school. Like everybody started cursing, you know, everybody started doing foul shit. And I'm like, I was not ready, man, because I was I was not really, you know, I didn't grow up here, so I didn't know what to what to make of it. And it was pretty weird to see how everything just changed when people when people reach a certain age or a certain certain grade and it's pretty insane so I guess I guess it's not that bad because p- kids honestly we go through some shit so many shit when you're young finding out so many crazy shit but somehow we're still we're still here man we're not we're not doing anything crazy so
0: yeah yeah um I think I think uh parenting is very important when it comes because i remember when speaking of eminem when eminem first came out oh my god he had a lot of uh the boomers uh hysterical like oh my god the lyrics of, of this you know eminem's rapping about very very explicitly uh well rape um killing his girlfriend killing his baby mother and all that and uh i think the onus was less on eminem and more on the parents like just control what your parents here like unless you're advocating to ban like rated r movies don't talk to me about banning or censoring music because that it, it always gets me monty like we're so um like video games that's fine you can have the craziest things happen in video games uh movies that's fine you can have the craziest things happen in movies but a song just something audio based nothing visual just audio but well Sometimes there's music videos of twerking, but you get what I mean. Like it's mainly audio and it just freaks people the fuck out. Uh, Even uh, it was a cringy uh, video from Ben Shapiro, you know, the right, the right wing uh, intellectual, as many call him, a great debater or whatever. And he and a bunch of Republicans went off on the existence of WAP and saying that, Oh, this is, this is uh, having women degrade themselves and all this and all that. But, I don't know. But I definitely get where he comes from, though. You know, that, that uh, you know, pop
1: culture definitely has a uh, has an influence or, on young girls, not just girls. There's just young boys, just young people in general. And uh, obviously, I guess the song definitely a little bit contributed to it. But that does not, you know, <laughs> just one song isn't really going to if you just take away this song, there's still so many other shit out there that could that could influence a kid, not just in media, just in life in general. And, you know, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. It's, it's always, I always think about, you know, where do you draw the line? Like, how do you keep a kid for, you know, shelter like that? But at the same time, it's like, it's very hard to, hard to determine what is right and wrong when it comes to parenting nowadays, especially because, you know, we never had this type of technology before, you know? Like even me, I didn't really grow up with, uh, you know, until like probably 13 or 14 with the internet. And it's pretty crazy how yeah, I, feel ba- I feel for the parents, man, especially people who got to raise a child nowadays. Like, how do, you, how do you do
0: it? Like, there's no
1: guidebook to it, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of nephews and nieces, but I'm definitely not a parent. And um, there's an inner conflict that people have, right? Because there's the whole thing like, oh, I don't want to give my child a phone too early. But then there's the, the rate of like kids going missing and getting kidnapped, right? Like, I would want my kid to have a phone so uh he or she can keep in contact with me because i'm not gonna lie monty i've been watching a lot of youtube videos i might save that for the for the what we've been watching but a lot of kids bro they 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 turn out missing and you just don't know where they are and um so i feel like things like privacy and security like you got to give kids phones you know when they uh i don't know like so they can contact you right make sure they're okay but the on the other hand is like there just put a tracker on that
1: base man. Just put it it like
0: <laughs> parental advisory uh, limitations. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess you could do that. I'm pretty sure there's like parenting apps on there that can like monitor what your kid does, but then there's a breach of trust. A lot of kids react yeah like how much is uh
1: how much do you want to know what, what you get like there should be there should be a boundary you know you don't want
2: yeah
1: the kid still needs the freedom and there's always that's why i'm talking about like it's, it's hard to draw the line uh what's 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 good enough what's not where are you reaching the line plus uh plus with the other thing like where do you how do you like how do you raise a child who could just go on the internet and just type in anything and could just find out any shit. There's so many. Just you know, with the internet, it's just it's just crazy, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I definitely wouldn't want my mom or dad knowing. Um, what the hell? I was watching when I was twelve, thirteen years old. Either. Uh, so you're gonna find a way,
1: man. Cause even if you try to shelter, but the thing is, you gotta you gotta know. You gotta explain the kid, like how what's right. I guess. Not not even that. What's right or wrong? You just gotta. You just got to kind of go over what, what the thing is. Don't just say, oh, this is bad. You shouldn't do this. Because, you know, with kids, uh, when you say you shouldn't do something, they're going to do it more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, going, but going back to Cardi Beach, you put a tweet out that says, y'all need to stop with this already. I'm not JoJo Esawa. I don't make music for kids. I make music for adults. Parents are responsible on what their children listen to or see. I'm a very sexual person, but not around my child, just like every other parent should be. There's moms who are strippers, pop pussy, twerk all night for entertainment. Does that mean they do it around their kids? No. Stop making this a debate. It's pretty much common sense. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that, bro. Like I, under, I, I understand and respect conservative ways of living. You know, going to church or like uh wearing wearing uh conservative clothes. But like you can't you can't limit people's lifestyles just because. Because they, they make adult entertainment or, or um, I don't know. You can't tell somebody else how to live. Like, there is things like child abuse or whatever, but I, I really don't. I haven't seen no evidence of Cardi B singing WAP around her daughter or encouraging her to twerk and stuff like that. And those are disturbing. I've seen videos of parents encouraging their little kids to twerk and think it's cute. That shit ain't cute, man. But uh, that's a very sexual, provocative dance. I think that's when it goes too yeah. far. but uh in terms of adult I would say I would say she's right you know on this instance but what uh, what's
1: your take when when the child grows up say 10 10 or 11 years old and he gets to you know go on the internet and pretty much look up whatever kind I guess because you know there you could set boundaries but I feel like kids somehow find a way even even at school probably somebody else show show it to you or whatever like what happens when you find find out that your mom you know does this type of stuff like does that make a uh, how do you think the kid yeah. would feel like does that really does that gonna make a like a bad impression for the kid and how how the kid develops and all that so that's that's a question to think about so I'm not saying you know you yeah. should, she shouldn't yeah. do she shouldn't do yeah. what she does but you know that's like a question like what's the gray in that you know because you know it's it's not just black and white
0: there's there's no manual or handbook for parenting and that's difficult like each kid or our individual you know so like something that might be appropriate to tell a kid or educate a kid on at like one kid might need 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 that knowledge or advice at 10 years old another one might need it at 13 or something because there's different levels of sensitivity different levels of intelligence so uh it's 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 very difficult man but um yeah y'all y'all leaving cardi alone man until y'all see some evidence of her literally child like abusing our child Uh, i think i think i should probably usually
1: people you know people who are like seem so erratic or just so crazy in the public they're probably some of the best parents you know people who are like so outlandish usually they turn out to be you know in the in the real world they're usually pretty calm and not that crazy you know usually sensible
0: yeah bro eminem eminem's daughter haley like from the knowledge I have about her, she's pretty private. She has her own little social media, but, like, a, she comes off as a pretty private person. We haven't heard no crazy stories of Haley getting strung out on drugs like a like a fucking ex-Disney star or anything like that. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So you can't judge a book by its cover, can't judge a child by the history of their parent. Um Hopefully, yeah.
1: hopefully that they, they know that not to turn, you know, the Cardi even Cardi B, they 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 know that not to turn their kids into into props or just put putting on social media. Hopefully, they keep them, you know, private. Yeah, and let them grow up and make ha, let them have a choice if they want to be in the public eye, because you know they didn't have a choice when they they didn't choose to be Cardi B's kid. But you know, obviously, some kids, uh, some some people would probably love that, you know, being being rich uh, right up the coming out you know just coming out into this world
0: yeah it reminds me of Drake's line I wasn't hiding my hiding my, I wasn't hiding my child for the, from the world I was hiding my world from the child one one of those so I can't remember exactly that's
1: a great line man honestly I get yeah now, now I'm looking back on that beef man push it to you man I don't know I, <laughs> that was too far man
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I, I wonder about that. Yeah, at that time, at that time, I was like, damn, this is, this is crazy, man. Drake, you fucking up. But now that I look back, Drake had, I feel like Drake had a point. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, 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 I'm now wondering, like, how hip-hop kids, grow, like, like what do they think when when they found out, find out that in a big part of hip-hop history their name was mentioned? Like, when Ja Rule and Eminem were beefing, Ja Rule mentioned Haley. Uh, and that made Eminem go crazy. I wonder what she, like, think, thinks about that. Um, and <laughs> Drake's son, like Drake's son is going to find out that his dad got eviscerated. Well, let me not say eviscerated. Eviscerated is what Eminem did to Ja Rule, but he got a chink in the armor from that Pusha T disc. Uh, but I don't think it's going to have any like real back, like it's not going to do anything for real, for real. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Drake loves his son, uh, just whatever. But I do think about now, uh, what, what, what do the kids that are involved in these, in these beefs think? Of like their fathers going to war artistically, um, you know, food for thought. But um, Monty, what's going on uh, in Sweden, though? Man,
1: I didn't know what was going on until I read this story, and it's kind of this kind of had me kind of shook. Like, man, uh, Swedish rap—they <laughs> might not be messing around over there. Okay, because the this story that 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 was posted on Reddit uh, that's been developing, I guess. Mm-hmm about this uh about this rapper named Yasin who's supposedly one of the biggest rapper in Sweden uh who was arrested being involved in kidnapping of another big artist like imagine imagine you know who who are, who are two of the biggest artists right now you would say
0: um oh in in, in America um yeah yeah in rap uh fuck that's hard bro like immediately i think of the the three the three young goats uh drake kendrick lamar and j cole so uh yeah kendrick lamar and drake how about that
1: imagine you know kendrick lamar kidnapping drake and you know just putting him in a in a room just uh tying him up <laughs> and just uh, showing yo you should not be i should be the one that 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 should be on the top like you know just beefing not through the mic just actual kidnapping and just some some shit that you that's going to put you in jail imagine that happening now this this what's been happening in Sweden so if if you read that so i think uh the other rapper is named Enar who's like uh who's like a i think he's he's actually he's actually famous he has a famous dad i think in the, and he's also rapping so these two have been going at it and not, not really going at it but the other Yassine rapper, he feels that, you know, he didn't really get to the top by himself. You know, he has a dad who kind of spoon fed him to the top and, you know, had had connections and all that. And Yassine, I guess he comes from a different background and he probably had to fight through uh, to become one of the biggest rappers and they've been going at it. And I guess, I guess (laughs) that led to Yassin uh, kidnapping this other rapper and tying him up. And, you know, initially we, nobody knew that you know uh that was like a big story that the other rapper Yanar Yanar was actually kidnapped but nobody knew Yasin was the one who doing it mm. but recent development uh you know with the breaking news people people are starting to find out you know that Yasin was the rapper that actually kidnapped this uh the other rapper Yanar. yeah and this kind of this kind of insane man imagine imagine this type of shit happening in america and and imagine this is like two of the biggest rappers in Sweden. So yeah, this would, they're this not playing never, around over there, man.
0: This would never happen, and, and and this coming from a place like Sweden is like very shocking. Because I mean, what do people think of when they think of Sweden? They think of nice white people. Uh, I didn't even know they had like. Of course, there's a rap scene everywhere, but um, I don't know. I don't think of rap when I think of Sweden. If, if anything, I think Sweden is anti-rap because look at whatever what what happens to every American rapper that goes to Sweden. But uh, specifically. Speaking on um, these particular artists uh, I've never heard of them however, this is blown up on on on, on reddit uh, there's this reddit thread called uh, hip hop heads um, by the way, I'm new to Reddit guys, but this is an extremely popular uh reddit page. It has a uh, two point two point uh or just two million hip hop heads and uh twenty two hey my can you explain this reddit thing like so I'm looking at the numbers of this reddit community and it' says right, two million. It says two million hip hop heads, and it says twenty, uh, uh, twenty two k here now. What does the here now mean? Does that mean online and active? Or
1: yeah, twenty two almost the twenty three thousand people are on that actual, you know, actual main page. Like if you go on like the main hip hop slash, you know, uh, r slash hip hop heads. Yeah. you Go on the main thread. That's like twenty two point nine people are actually actually reading something from. The main page right now, bro.
0: This has 5,077 upvotes and like 750 comments. Like this, that's that's pretty big for a Reddit story, right,
1: Yeah, that's pretty big. Especially, also you got to look at the comments. But comments and you know upvotes are are good, but comments are what kind of drives the conversation. Like what's going Mm -hmm. on? Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: Something must uh, something got to be juicy when when you know when there's a lot of comments, especially in. And these type of threads, you know, hip hop, and a lot of a lot of these threads, they get really real spicy with a lot of arguments and shit. So, yeah, you definitely want to look into that.
0: Somebody said uh, this sounds remarkably similar to the plot of Malibu's Most Wanted. Uh, Monty, something tells me you haven't seen that movie though. Nah, man, <laughs> I was confused. Oh uh, yeah, it's a, it's a uh, man. How do I, how do I explain it? Um, uh, it's just a it's a comedy movie of this hip hop dude that tries to like uh. A pure gangster or whatever, or like hip, and it just kind of cringy. Or oh, like a white dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man. I it's actually my memory's a little fuzzy because I haven't seen that movie in years. So I mean, I, I remember bits and pieces or whatever. But uh, I never thought I would see an analogy to Malibu's Most Wanted in connection with a rap, a, a huge rapper kidnapping another rapper. Uh, and kidnapping, bro, like. Yeah, so we, we know about hip-hop beef, right? We, we we know, especially in America, it's generally hip-hop diss records, uh, maybe sometimes fighting, shooting, you know, rest in peace King Von and all, and, and all the artists that, that have died from hip-hop beef, Tupac and Biggie and all that. But I've never heard, ever, I don't even know if kidnapping is a strategy of, of beef. Like, what are you going to – unless you're, like, wanting to kill the person, maybe? But why not just – yeah, that's the only reason I, I can think kidnapping would be applicable because uh, I don't think he would be holding him for ransom. Maybe he's just scared the shit out of him or something like that. Uh, but kidnapping is is a it's usually a crime of of it seems um, maybe passion because some people kidnap other people's kids because they don't have kids or like having a, a relationship with those kids or like ransom like oh I want I want money and you're not going to get them back until you know, uh I get my money. So I don't I don't understand what the plot was. The plan was. Is is this artist facing um repercussions legally?
1: Yeah, I think he got arrested on New Year's Eve and he's gonna be charged. And I'm I'm hearing he was also associated with uh some some big gang in Sweden. Mm. Uh the Stockholm, the Western Stockholm gang <laughs> shot us. There, I get that's, the, that's bro, the official name, so the irony of Man, that, they, they no, definitely have a gang war going on over there, too. Probably, that's
0: but the irony of that, bro, a stock stockholm gang because you know, there's Stockholm syndrome, which is <laughs> <laughs> when the victim falls in love with their captor. That's crazy, yeah. crazy irony. Um, but yeah, bro, so it says earlier this year, uh, one of the biggest rappers in Sweden was kidnapped and humiliated and humiliating photos of him chained up and bloody were spread across social media. He was freed shortly after and dropped a successful album where he rapped about the incident and police investigation has been underway since. Ooh, Monty, so does that mean he snitched? Did he snitch about getting kidnapped if he rapped about it and the police didn't know? Is that is that snitching? Hmm.
1: I don't know, man, but the other rapper, Yonar, it's saying he's like a sixteen-year-old Swedish, like underage man. So that's gonna be even worse for your punishment, mm. like uh, kidnapping an underage. But I don't know with uh, you know with Europe, they have a different different age for for you know what 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 determines like what age you're like like a minor. So yeah, that might yeah. be different over there.
0: Yeah, man, that is crazy. This this story. Is but the wild, weird but. thing is
1: though, I think uh, I guess. A lot of people also are not a fan of the other Swedish rapper that blew up, cause he's like a white artist who adopted a lot of gangster, you know, a lot, a lot of the gangster culture, mm-hmm. a lot of the slangs that mostly used by like immigrants. And so mm-hmm. that might be, I don't know. That might. Do you think that that contributed to the other artists? It's like, yo, man, uh, this this kind of our art, art thing, and you shouldn't be participating and you know making money off of this stuff. So this mm-hmm. always always interesting to think about like,
0: yeah, it's, it's the dangers of see, like entertainment is entertainment. Um, so I used to like have this, this demand that, that artists that rap about certain things be about certain things, or at least come from that. And I still give credit to those that do come from that, but I, um, I would much rather, I would much rather hear you rap about, or I would much rather you rap about kidnapping and shooting and all that than actually doing kidnapping and and shooting. So Mm. I usually don't take it too seriously as far as like, you know, people emulate what's cool. It's like the law of human nature, whatever, you know, when something blows up and it's something successful, it's not just hip hop. People tend to copy that and hip hop is cool. It's the coolest genre. So I'm not really tripping about, uh, people in sweden just looking at chicago or whatever and like oh let me let me try that let me do that um but you know when it bleeds over into real stuff like this this shit is crazy like i'm, I'm gonna have to look more into it bro this like
1: yeah this might be a developing you know story so yeah. we might find out a lot more but you know if you're if anybody out there who listens to swedish rap you know let us know <laughs> give us more details if you know what the fuck is going on yeah bro yeah your country because you know if you think of sweden you don't really think about anything like this going on because you know with sweden you think about some bro (laughs) you don't really think of gangster music or or gangs when you think of sweden
0: right bro i'm hip-hop to the core so when i hear um of, of of things that that make headlines in other like countries foreign countries it always blows my mind right because again the kidnapping thing is something i don't Ever remember hearing about in America when when artists are beefing? Number one and number two, hearing about you know, you remember the news in China where Chinese rappers were so like hip hop was very much a method to fight power, fight the system. Whereas in China, yeah. it was like uh, rappers were trying to uphold China as opposed to the 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 calls to free Hong Kong or whatever. Um, so
1: and China is different. Like they you cannot mess around. You cannot, you do not have freedom of speech over there. You cannot rap is not going to blow up over there because they're going to shut uh, anything down. That's about anything about revolution or changing the system. Cause uh, I think recently, did you hear about this? The, one of the biggest, uh, CEO. I think he's, he's also, yes, yeah, CEO of uh, I think Alibaba, Jack Ma. Yeah, like, they Apparently he, he been went been missing. Nobody knows what's going on. Been he seen criticized in, the government.
0: Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been seen in two months, bro. Yeah, China's... Bro, I, matter of fact, I've been watching YouTube, YouTubers. There was a video on a, a journalist. These two journalists that... Um, one, one, went, one went missing. Uh, they were covering the coronavirus and how China manipulated the numbers and tried to keep certain stories from coming out. And these journalists had balls of steel and, and re- recorded everything, including um, um, the arrest. Like they, they recorded the times they were followed. And uh, when they finally got arrested, they had the webcam on, so you could see the police coming in. But what was really eerie about that was like, some months later he came out and, and, and with a serious face talking about how great China government was. And so, and we don't know what happened to him, bro, but like, like the journalists went from criticizing China for how, how they responded to the coronavirus to, like, getting arrested and then coming out uh, uh, and, and praising China in a very... It seemed scripted and artificial, almost like China was forcing him to, to uh, change gears. Yeah, bro, there's a lot of nasty shit yeah. going on in China, bro. I, I'm, I'm- oh, yeah, the, uh, they also, like,
1: jailed two of the doctors who... Who reveal like you know a good like lot of good information about COVID nineteen mm. in the first mm. in, like the first few weeks and apparently they they pretty much jailed them for for you know just exposing what the true virus is and hey man they they don't play around over there facts facts yeah um hey man hopefully Spotify is not in bed with China hopefully
0: our show don't get canceled yeah because these companies uh these companies be like rolling over for China a lot of the times like. Yeah, even the NBA, that was like a big controversy with uh, a lot of the players. Yeah, you know, gaming trying to defend China. I remember gaming, there was a blizzard tournament and one of the players said uh free Hong Kong and he got in trouble. And uh yeah, man, China China has definitely infiltrated a lot of uh pop culture, uh entertainment and stuff like that. So um I know we got off yeah, track man. there, so let's let's bring it back to let's bring it back to him. Hey, shout out to any Chinese people, you know, uh Chinese people
1: actually listen to this somehow. From China, but, yeah, for real. Though. You know, shout out to you. It's not about the people; man. it's about the government always.
0: Yeah, exactly. Criticizing the government, not the people. Uh, and fuck, fuck calling the coronavirus the China virus. That shit is ridiculous. Um, but bringing it back to hip hop though. Um, so Double XL put out a tweet that's blowing up, and it's a tweet that's meant to ignite conversation, and it's a lot just, of a lot of
1: controversy and a lot of flame wars.
0: Yeah, because anything concerning lists and favorites and worst and overrated uh, list, it's gonna it's by its very nature it's gonna get people riled up because it's very subjective, right? So it says favorite rapper of all time, rapper I dislike, rapper that grew on me, most overrated rapper, most underrated rapper, the goat, and yeah, it says comment and quote with your answers. So uh Monty, let's 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 take part, bro. This is gonna be this is difficult.
1: Yeah, let's start off with uh you know with uh, each category. We'll go we'll go over we'll we'll give our you know name our names on each category. But I feel like it would be better just listing one name because you know that's gonna be a lot harder and we gotta think about it. So mm-hmm. that, that might be
0: better. L- wait, wait, what do you mean? Like listing list one name, like coming up with one answer for each? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, one one answer for because you know it's just they're asking for a rapper you
0: dislike, just one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like multiple. Got you. Um, okay, well let's start. I want to start from the bottom up. So let's start
1: with the goat. Which, Man, you started with the hardest one because I've been going back and forth with this. Yeah, but
0: notice that there's the favorite rapper of all time and the goat, like they're separate categories, which is which is what yeah. I like. Like there's the five, top five goat lists, which by the way, Eminem's on it. And then there's the top five favorite rappers and stuff like that. And they don't necessarily gotta uh be the same thing. Uh and so um when I think of the GOAT, man, I automatically I know I know the answer, man. You I don't guess? think you know the answer, bro. Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on. See, this is this is a problem, bro. You my, were you about to say Kendrick, bro? No, I was about to say Lone Wayne. Oh, see, that's this is why it's difficult. Um this is why it's difficult because I, I I thought about Jay Z even though I consumed Wayne way more but Jay Z like yeah Jay Z is a genius never wrote anything down and he also showed you how to be like that rappers can be CEOs as well he was one of the first examples of that um but to go I might have to put Wayne there bro. I grew up on Wayne. I consumed Wayne. Wayne has more songs than anybody, more remixes than anybody, bars on top of You gotta go with your heart, man. So if, if you feel you should belong there. Yeah, let's let's put Wayne. Wayne's the goat.
1: Man, I had a tough time with this one because I was I was going back and forth with few. Then I was like, man, I gotta I gotta settle with uh what, what I want with my heart. Cause the first uh first option I had that I had was Nas because You know, he's he's definitely one of the greatest lyricists. had one of the best albums. But but then I was like, man, he he does not really have so many great albums. Like he has good albums, but man, his choices of beats. And I feel like as a GOAT, you got to cover everything, not just lyrics. Not just you know. Also cover. Also gotta look at the influence he has over the culture. Yeah. Like you know how how big he is when it comes to comes to that. Wait wait and, wait, wait
0: Monty. who did you say though? At first.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go to that, oh. but I was gonna go back to the other contenders that I, that I was thinking of. Okay. Also I was thinking of big, uh, Biggie Smalls, uh, Notorious Big. Okay. But then I was like, hmm. He did not really. How many albums did uh, Biggie had? Because I, I I did look it up, but it was still a little confusing, I believe it was like two two albums see that's the thing I feel like he did obviously you know he passed away, but I feel like that's not enough albums to determine like you know how how to consider him a goat plus uh you know he did not really have too much body of work obviously he's one of the one of the goats, yeah. but I feel like the goat that's gonna be tough man yeah, and the next one I had was Kendrick Lamar. But I was like, man, I can't really put him there yet because I feel like I still need to listen to another album from him.
0: Yeah, and if yeah, it,
1: sure. if that, if that one is great and has a lot of influence, and I feel like he's definitely that—that that would be an easy answer. Yeah, Once he releases another album,
0: he's definitely making his case. I would say, yeah, yeah, I would
1: not, I would not, you know, I would not uh, argue with you if you put Kendrick as the goat because yeah, you know,
0: he's
2: definitely
1: one of the most consistent.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: But man, I got to settle with Kanye on this one, man, because I, I was kind of going back because you know some of his recent stuff hasn't really been hitting.
2: Yeah.
1: But then I remember how good Kitsy Ghost was, and also actually did like uh, uh, the the Yay album that he put out. You know the 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 album where he had uh, where he recorded in I think Wisconsin, right, or Oklahoma yeah, yeah, yeah. or someplace, right, like some random mass to town. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Man, I, I really. I, i liked how personal it was so that you know people still go back and forth how good it was but i didn't like it but only misstep was like you know i think the recent album even that some people say was good but i didn't really like like it that much but man kanye has such a good body of work man you know yeah he, ha- he still has one of the one of the best albums with uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and uh the other also I feel like Easiest is definitely one of the most underrated albums ever made. Cause I, I, I hated that album when it first came out. The first listen, I was like, "Man, I don't know. <laughs> this shit is trash." But I listened to it over and over again. Man, I, I might consider it almost, almost a masterpiece. Man, imagine going back. Imagine going an album going from trash to masterpiece. Man, that that really doesn't happen often. So, yeah, that definitely made a case for. With, with Kanye for me and you know he has also a lot of his other classic albums are also fire and you know Life of Pablo was great too so also he pretty much pretty much pretty much bought a whole new sound with a lot of the albums he has done especially with 808s and Heartbreak so man this it's hard to I can't really think of any anybody else you know obviously Jay-Z's there too but I don't know man I feel like Kanye has a different type of influence and with, uh some with all the all the music and albums he put out so i don't know man what do you think what do you think of the answer with kanye um
0: that's that's not an answer i can be be mad at as long as you're not putting him on like top five lyricists because he doesn't write his own music you gotta factor that in yeah but if we're just talking about the goat as an artist i can't be yeah. mad at that I, I i can't be mad at that um yeah that's how i, I
1: looked at it because with you know lyricists obviously that's He's definitely not in the top five when it comes to (laughs) lyrics.
0: Yeah, but it's but it's production and all that. Yes, he's he's out of here. So
1: yeah, like Um, the whole feeling, like even even some of the you know the bars. Obviously, that's kind of different when it comes to lyrics because you know that how you deliver the lines. He's definitely one of the best at that. So you know you got to look at the everything, the whole body of work, and you know the whole foundation. So I feel like Kanye definitely belongs in the in that category.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah,
1: I'm you, not, you didn't not. really go over what why you added Lil Wayne though. Like, well, why why you think he belongs in in the gold category?
0: Because I growing up, I wanted to be him. Um, his mixtapes, the Drought Three. The dedications, uh, my personal favorites, dedication one, dedication two. I like dedication um, six, dedication four, and dedication five. A lot of people thought Wayne fell off a little bit, but he came back with dedication six and uh, he was rapping his ass off. You um, know, the long- Carter
1: series is very influential.
0: Yeah, yeah. His longevity is, is ridiculous. Like, I've always said, Wayne has had the f- career of like six different successful rappers like his his, his career longevity is crazy that's why i still believe him i i I just have a feeling i haven't seen the documents i haven't seen all the the numbers and the calculations but i do think he undersold himself with that 100 million dollars of selling his masters like a 100 million just doesn't factor in to all the greatness that he's provided over the years all the billboard hits all the features and stuff so uh yeah I, i just wanted to be him growing up he had you know yeah he was dope he he said some things that made people like wonder like how how do you come up with that that's crazy that metaphor I I would have never thought of that a lot of rappers were legit scared of Wayne um and yeah so it's it's a personal answer but and, and he brought us Drake and, and Nicki Minaj of course uh so even but, even if it's not personal man he definitely had a a lot of lot of influence over the culture
1: because you know he, he influenced so many rappers that even you know th- that are doing it right now.
0: Yeah, been around since like uh, twelve. Won platinum at fourteen. He's like in his thirties now. Now he's almost forty. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's 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 been long. Yeah, three decades or whatever. Um, hopefully he beats his uh, FBI or well he pleaded guilty, but hopefully he doesn't have to do jail time. Um, but okay, moving on. Most underrated rapper. This is also tough, bro.
1: Yeah, I do I had to think about this one, but well what do you think? You gotta answer?
0: Uh man. I could be biased, bro just because i've worked with j rock in the past <laughs> so i could say j rock because when he's mentioned in tde he's always like the third or the last one um and that's but- a good answer man i i, I didn't even think of j rock but that's
1: that's really good especially especially you know you have a lot of a lot of history with j rock too but that 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 doesn't that not really does have to do with anything cuz obviously even even without that yeah he's definitely one of the most underrated cuz i feel like you know people don't really people don't really you know mention j rock a lot uh, when they when they talk about TDE and he's always in the foreground you know always still killing it though man but with the recent yeah. albums he's been he's been doing pretty a lot better so I'm I'm happy to see that.
0: And he's respected amongst his peers J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, T. Grizzly like everybody respects J-Rock and his last album Redemption was great it was about him coming to yeah. terms with all the criminal stuff he did in his past as a blood member so uh yeah I'm, I'm cool with putting the J-Rock on there. Uh and by the way guys, this is like a first like a like a as I'm looking at this. Like I feel like if I yeah. thought if I had some time to think about it, I might have different answers, but as of right now these are the names that are popping up in my head. So uh Yeah, that's the way to your, do it because I feel
1: like it's better the first name that pops up and, and like the first def- definitive name that pops up is like the right on an- the right answer, you know. But
2: yeah, for me yeah.
1: I got to go with Loop fiasco, man. I feel like mm. he definitely does not does not get the credit still. Cause over the years, man, you know, he he had a he had a big hit with one song. I think Flashing Lights. Not, not Flashing Lights. He had a I'm 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 forgetting the name, but he had a big song that blew up. But after that, man, he's kinda his albums always went kind of low key because, you know, he 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 definitely has that he does not have that mainstream sound, but he always brings the lyrics and he always has everything about it, man i always always think he's definitely one of the most underrated especially his last album did you ever get to listen to uh Dragus Wave his last album no
0: no and i i know he's dope too cuz i've heard his See music that's before, what I'm, but... that's what i'm saying man that's why he's
1: underrated man a lot of people haven't yeah. listened to his last album which was uh, in my opinion a masterpiece man how mm. good the the album was it, it it was almost like a concept album but it was a pretty much concept album almost like 20 tracks but and the the way he goes the go the way he tells a story about you know just uh I'm not gonna spoil what the album is about but the way he just the performs the album within like the, all the tracks just it, it's pretty incredible man it's and man I I wish that album blew blew him up more and even put him at a Kendrick level because it definitely had it had that type of feel like how 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 he structured the narrative of the album it's it's definitely one of the most underrated album and i feel like a lot of people a lot of people have not listened to that album man and a lot of people need to check it out and you know hopefully hopefully he gets uh, a lot of people put put him in 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 their goat list because he's also he's also been around for a long time and he definitely has a good body of work but obviously i guess not it I mean, that kind of disqualifies when it comes to influence because, you know, he, he's definitely low-key. That's why I, I put him in the under underrated category. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think that's a great answer, bro. That's, I, I can't think of... Yeah, that's a great-ass answer, bro. He's, he's, he's you gotta listen to go,
1: Dragas Wave, man. I'm telling you, you, you're gonna be impressed like how, how good that album is. Like, he goes over... over the, this one song, I think it was the opening song, mm-hmm. it's about... He narrates about being in a slave ship, I think, like he's rapping from a slave ship. I forgot, but Damn. this this album, that 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 song, the, how he opened it, it was like super impressive and set the tone for the rest of the album.
0: Okay. I remember watching Joe Button, like Be Confused and somewhat poking fun at Lupe Fiasco from rapping from the perspective of a dinosaur or... or... Something? I I don't know. That
1: takes talent, man. I don't know why Joe (laughs) Budden is uh hating to make a song in that perspective and make it because you know he's not he's not making a meme song. Obviously, he made somehow probably made that shit deep and it's not easy, easy to do.
0: Well Lupe castro uh via phone explained it and then Joe Button was like, Oh, okay, I I get it. Like he respected it at the end of the day. But uh, yeah, bro, I'm I'm jealous of your answer. Luka Fiasco was a great answer because I know that I I underrate him myself. I haven't d- like uh, digged into his catalog, um, and I can tell he's competitive too because A he wanted to be a part of uh, he wanted to replace Joe Button in Slaughterhouse, which of course works the Five Nine was like nah, bro, because you can't replace Joe Button in Slaughterhouse. Uh, but but Slaughterhouse was one of those groups that competed with each other lyrically, uh, and then there was. Him going kind of back and forth with Kendrick Lamar, both direct and subliminal uh, distance towards Kendrick. And um, you know, yeah, Lupe is a great answer, bro. Yeah. Now, also, is- he had a
1: uh, I don't know if you listen to that song, Mural. Uh, it's almost like a nine minute track, and yeah. the the whole nine minutes, man. He's just rapping his ass off, and and it's fucking insane.
0: Yeah, amongst his fan base, Lupe Fiasco's Mural is is legendary. That's one of those tracks that people always try to get reaction YouTubers to react to. Um now here's a difficult one and one that like might push certain people to want to be politically correct um yeah. but most honestly over- uh, how you look at it, it could be easy
1: too cuz some people just look at the biggest name in hip hop right now and just say that rapper that rapper is overrated but if you think of it it's not that easy man cuz you know it's, it's so easy to just
0: name the biggest rapper like Drake Oh, yeah. Travis. Because a lot of people just say say those names. I know Faith would say Drake's overrated, <laughs> but uh, I think um, man, most overrated rapper, bro. That's difficult. Somebody that's super overrated, but comes off almost like they don't deserve their success. Because I always look at the term overrated like, uh, man, he's 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 so you know highly highly praised, and he doesn't deserve that. There are millions of other artists that that could uh perform better in his spot that deserves his spot. And my mind never thinks like that. I don't look at somebody super successful and be like, ah, oh, he's, he's overrated. Somebody else should be. Yeah. In his spot. his So it's yeah, hard I don't for really me think of it now. that way too. I had to think of it because, you know,
1: it's easy to just say Drake because, you know, obviously he's not the most talented, but he still somehow made it to the top. But I, I respect his skills, uh, like overall, because honestly, I, I bump. <laughs> I have so many songs on my playlist by Drake and he's, he's about that vibe, but. Oh, I got
0: I got to an answer. I got to an answer. And I'm saying this based off ignorance. So I hope this hive doesn't attack me. But just based off like the lyrics I read. I haven't heard the music and I know it's all about vibes, but I'm going to put a uh, Playboy Cardi.
2: Mm,
1: hey, man, we <laughs> uh, wait till the uh, the Cardi fans
0: attack our podcast. <laughs> I mean, we don't
1: even have any fans to defend us, man.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, man, I, I say play with Cardi because everybody was hyping this album up like it was the like it was the second coming of uh I don't know the the blueprint or reasonable doubt or or the Carter One. Like people were going crazy, dog. Like, yeah, I I, I was talking to a Cardi fan three months before the album came out, and uh, they were like, yeah, he hasn't released music since what, 2018, but people were so like salivating for it, salivating, and it helped boost the career of Mario Judah. Um, and then when it came out, people called it a whole. It's called a whole lot of red, but people nicknamed it a whole lot of skips. Skips, right? And so a whole lot of so, trash, a whole lot of skips, a lot of yeah, lot of yeah, yeah. You but know, I, I'm funny. seeing a
1: lot. It's making a turnaround, though. I guess you know. Usually, I think that happened with the game Cyberpunk too. Like, you know, people who hate or dislike it usually move move on, and the people who like it just go back and just start praising it. You know, once all the hate is gone and you start seeing some of the praise come back so i guess that's what's happening but i like your answer though man i was actually going to go with that but i actually had a de- i changed mind uh, when i thought of some someone else cuz i feel like you know cardi was kind of easier 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 answer cuz with this recent shit that's going on but i was going to answer man i don't know man i'm still debating if i should put this name on here cuz i couldn't really think of any anybody else you know besides cardi but that was kind of easy to go over I was going to say Future man. What do you think of that?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't really bump Future that much, bro. I think that might be uh that might be a good answer. A part of why that's a good answer is because that life is good record on YouTube keeps following me everywhere I fucking go. Like Damn. it's always <laughs> yeah, it has a lot of views
1: so for some reason, but that it's wasn't really dope. one of the
0: Drake's big songs. Oh my god. No disrespect to Future, but like I'm tired of that shit. I, it's like they got YouTube rigged. It's about to hit a billion yeah. views or something. So uh, I'm I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I, I said it because, man, I feel like
1: he really does not put a lot of effort into a lot of his music. I feel like, you know, he has that one style and he just does it over and over again. And he does not put all, a lot of the features. He just he just there, man. I, I don't really get any substance out of it. And somehow, you know, he's still. He still gets a lot of views, makes a lot of sales and I, I I'm really confused. Plus I'm also not a fan of all the all the drug culture that he that he I guess over the years he kinda toned it down, but you know, promoted over the years all the all the little coding and a lot of the other drugs and you know, that's that's why I was like, I don't know. I still I'm still going back and forth, but I'll settle with future for now.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at future. I'm not mad at future. I don't really listen to him and uh um, well, funny enough, I talked to a lot of people that have diverse ranges and tastes, and even though he's super successful, I've never heard nobody, I've never had like a full length conversation about future before, from music fans. So that's a uh, that's interesting. But uh, moving on, rappers that grew on me, or a rapper that grew on me, I'm gonna just straight out say Lil Baby. Um, a little bit, yeah. Lil Baby had to hit my dog uh, that came out. I really liked it. But then you know he started being a lot more consistent and uh i wasn't i wasn't really feeling feeling it at first I, I, It just uh, his voice or whatever and i'm not a shallow person I, I i'm the type of person to argue with you if you say oh i don't like that artist's voice like I've, i feel like that's a little bit shallow because you can't control your voice uh but you know he made that uh black lives matter record and uh, he's been on a ton of features, reminiscent of Wayne. And he's not—he's not spitting bullshit. And one thing that's very illuminating is his appearance on the pull-up by Joe Button. He really uh, put out there that he's a student of the game, that he wants to be amongst some of the be- uh, bigger and better rappers. So he's—he's he's also competitive. And and lyrically, he's been getting better. So when he first came out, it's easy—it would—it was easy to put him in the mumble rapper category. And the mumble rapper era is like it's. Seems pretty much like done. Like there are some some vestiges left, but it's not at its height anymore. Um, but little baby has seamlessly transitioned. People are still wanting to hear what he has to say, and uh, he has a great feature on Rags to Riches. Uh, again, he made he made arguably one of the biggest Black Lives Matter songs. What uh, this year or 2020, I mean, and um, nobody would have expected that to come from little baby. So. Yeah, he surprised me and he grew on me. Little baby grew on me. What about you? Yeah, he didn't really just grow on
1: you. He, he grew himself, you know, as a person. So that's that's great to see. But I was going to say my answer um, is going to be interesting because uh, I said a uh, little Uzi Vert. And uh, I had a reason because at first, you know, he I feel like he was one of the first rappers that you know, mumble rapper, mumble rap is kind of, it kind of existed a little bit, you know, before little Uzi bird, but he, I feel like he was the one that kind of started, you know, uh, made it gain a lot of traction, you know, like official, like that's when people started coining the term mumble rap, when little Uzi bird started, you know, breaking out. And I feel like at first I was like, I didn't really get this mumble rap shit. You know, I still, I still sometimes don't get with a lot of artists, especially, you know, with the recent album with Playboy Cardi, but with Little Uzi Vert, man, it was interesting because this kind of Little Uzi Vert was kind of the one that kind of started making me look at, you know, more of the trap, trap, more of the, you know, the th- that type of vibe where lyrics don't really matter that much, where you're listening for the vibe and the, the way the artist is delivering the lines or the or the beats, pretty much. And at first, I was like, I just didn't get the music, and I, I, I didn't really fuck with it. But over the years, man, it, it kind of started to grow on me. Like a lot of his songs, I was like, damn, he, he really knew how to deliver some of these hooks. Like how how addicting did these these songs are? Because I keep I kept going back, uh, just kept going back and listen to so many so, so so many of his tracks, especially especially in the car, man. There's something about it. And like with uh, Axel Tour Life uh 20 minutes uh swan game paradise money longer uh sauce it up a lot of these songs like i just kept going back and i was just kept listening to especially the especially how good the hooks are and uh, obviously some people say you know he he probably does uh that doesn't that type of music doesn't take too much talent but i feel like man it definitely takes a little bit talent to make make like hooks that are so addicting that people keep going back and just keep listening to it and Hey, that's how we got famous, man. Like so many people, uh, love the love the addicting hook, or just the, like just the, how catchy they are. And I feel like he definitely grew on me over the years. And I know I theorized this with you for a long time ago. And I feel like indirectly, a lot of the a lot of the mumble artists are just you know artists like Little Uzi Verts who have some a lot of these catchy, addicting hooks. They take a lot of inspiration from a classic Hindu spirituals, man. I think I told you about this a long time ago. Like, a lot of lot of religious chants and a lot of religious uh, mantras, like, especially from India, man. Because, uh, uh, you know, I grew up with uh, a lot of, you know, because my family uh, comes from a Hindu background. And, you know, I have, uh, I grew up with uh, people just do, doing this in, in temples and shit. And, man, I when I listen to this, lot of the a lot of the hooks that little uzi bird has uh really reminds me of some of the some of the (laughs) hindu spirituals that people sing in the temples and it's insane because you know it's like you sing it over they sing it over and over again and it's like it's kind of the same thing that's going on here man i was like maybe that's why people people love this shit so much because there's like a, there's like a chanting effect like uh uh i don't know i don't know what to call it like a hypnotic effect to it because you know with uh with hinduism there's a lot of a lot of symbol symbolism with uh you know meditation and peace and just people people just meditating and you know chanting uh, the mantra on, over and over again i feel like it definitely has some correlation but they they might not even know that that that's where they they're taking a lot of the influence from that might be within our nature you know like we love this shit as a human like the like the catchy hook, the mantra, just singing it over and over again. I feel like that's where it comes from. That's
0: like universal. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that definitely has to do with uh, the artist growing on me. That's great. That's a great uh, answer. Uzi Vert, he's definitely on some uh, some songs that I really like. Uh, Corvette, Corvette, he didn't have a bad part on there either. So uh, yeah, Lil Uzi Vert's music, his personality, his fan base, they're all pretty pretty interesting things to, to go over like he his his fan base is insane he's definitely um, set himself apart from his class the class of people he came in or or double XL freshman he's definitely yeah. among the biggest if not the biggest of that freshman class don't ask me what class it was but yeah <clears throat>
1: I remember that class being like really good when it comes to the quality of especially well not probably not at that time but over the years uh the artists you know been re uh, like gaining their relevancy or just keeping their popularity up. And I feel like that, yeah. that, that, um, you know, that class of uh freshman list was really good, especially, especially looking back.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, wait, wait, I gotta go, but hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I would have to check that, that class, bro. Cause you might.
1: Hey, look at them right now. <laughs> Cause I, I definitely remember that I think Kodak was part of it too.
0: Okay. Um, Fishman so class. the names are, yeah, on List the names on, who, who are on that list. Little so Kodak Black, Twenty One Savage, Anderson Pac, uh, G Herbo, Lil Z Vert, Lil Dicky, Lil Yachty, Designer Davies, and Denzel Curry. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a it's a good class. It's a good class. I like
1: G Herbo. Yeah, obviously like some some names uh, kind of fallen off over the years, but honestly, yeah. you know Damn. some of the big names that came out of still still like very popular, like Twenty One Savage. Little Dicky, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Dicky, man. He he definitely has his own little fan base, but yeah, like a mainstream fan base. But yeah, obviously that class is very
0: good. Yeah, and uh, I know a lot of people seek on Anderson, but like he's a very talented artist, Anderson Pack. Um G Herbo, one of my favorite Chicago artists, uh Kodak Black is a star, 21 Savage Star. So yeah, that's a that's a good class. Yeah, good call, Monty. Good call. I just couldn't remember who his classmates were, but uh now. Potentially the hardest question out of all these is a uh, favorite rapper of all time. Um,
1: Did we go over the rappers, uh, rappers you dislike? Cause
0: I think we missed that one.
1: Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Oh, I did. Oh no. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Rappers I dislike. Yeah. I skipped over that one. That's the most controversial one.
1: Um, yeah. Cause you probably didn't want to do it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I feel, I feel that man. I don't really, I was like, do I dislike anybody? Like, Obviously not no, nobody, anybody who I, I would, you know, just uh, throw hate out there because that's hard to do. Uh, um, I don't hmm. see this one might be the artist, right?
0: Is it the hardest? Obviously, though? you don't like
1: some some artists, but to, to say you dislike that rapper. Yeah,
2: kinda, yeah.
0: I, I don't really like the way Lil Pump be moving. To be honest, I look at it. <laughs> I was going to say that, man. That was my answer. <laughs> Bump this in Eminem, J. Cole for no like out of nowhere, uh hopped on the Trump train. Trump was happy to have him as a as a as a prop, you know. Um, he
1: got kicked out of uh, airlines recently for not wearing a mask.
0: I didn't I didn't hear that, but bro, wear a fucking. Mask. He's just on a bad a bad streak of just bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear a fucking mask, bro. It's not it's not that big of a deal. Like right? <laughs> that's stupid. And he's
1: just just uh you know I feel like he did. Remember the J Cole interview he did? Yeah. Where he had to sit down, and that made me realize, you know, this not even this dude is not even pretending, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, some artists that pretend like to be dumb to, you know,
0: <laughs> just to. Yeah, he came off like he didn't have two brain cells to rub together. Definitely. Yeah, I was like, man, get this, <laughs> send him to the gulag, man. Yeah, he yeah. J Cole, say. J Cole was wasting his time with that one. Um. I, but I see what J. Cole was trying to do, and it, it went yeah. beyond little pump. It, I think that was more so J. Cole, like, talking to a generation of little pumps, not just little pump himself.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's something good came out of it because, you know, all the kids that probably listened to it
0: yeah,
1: probably bump little pump or just wanted to see what's up. Yeah. Uh, got something good out of it, you know. Exactly. Okay, so – J. Cole somehow still wins, man. He still, he still wins.
0: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. As, as much hate as he gets, he's, he's definitely a prophet. When it comes to a lot of these things. Uh he criticized Kanye way before it was cool too. Uh he, he called out a lot of these artists that would end up dying on drugs and stuff with KOD and then Little Pump. So yeah, um favorite rapper of all time. J. Cole isn't is not my favorite rapper of all time, but I really like J. Cole a lot. Um Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if anybody
1: said J. Cole because Oh, it's quite obvious. clear, bro.
0: Kend- Kendrick Lamar is definitely the my favorite rapper of all time um i love good yeah. Mad city i grew up on on overly dedicated section 80 uh uh i like element how to Pimp a butterfly i don't even know how as a man you could even create an album like that with the trap fusion and, and instrumentation and taking yeah. artists that were unknown uh you know tr- trumpet players and in- instrumentalists that were uh unknown and then blowing them up turning them into household names with how to Pimp a butterfly uh, the the, the depression of, of of Kendrick was shown on that album. The the yelling, the the self medicating, like it was it was just a great album, bro.
1: Um, I, Same with me, man. Kendrick definitely definitely my favorite rapper.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I was gonna I was gonna go back with Kanye, but I don't know, man. Kendrick just has such a such a great body of work. Like he does, he has not missed anything so far. And you know, damn, at first I thought it was great, but over time, that even grew grew out to be amazing. And obviously, obviously, "How to Pimp a Butterfly" is amazing, but man, something about "Good Kid, M.A.D. City" that 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 album is just special to me. Even, even obviously, so many people don't really, you know, obviously didn't go through the same experience as Kendrick, but there's something about the way he tells a story within the album that just uh, you could just relate to it, relate to it somehow, you know. Even if you're if you didn't live his life, you know, it's just something, something about the way he just uh delivers the story just is very personal and it still hits you and some of the songs man the, even even the instrumentation all the beats were amazing man the way he delivers everything that, that album is just amazing man uh do you remember what what some of your
0: songs were from that album um wait wait Wait. so Uh. Hmm. one second so uh we talking about uh, how to pimp a butterfly? No,
1: no, good kid mad city. Oh that's definitely, that's definitely because yeah. I was looking back, man. That's definitely my favorite.
0: Probably Where's one of my that? favorite albums
1: of all time in general.
0: I can probably name every track on that or, or or oh definitely over half, like Good Kid Mad City, uh or Mad City. There's uh uh Dying of Thirst, uh Sing About Me, there's swimming pools, there's bitch uh, bitch don't kill my vibe. There's uh poetic. Money Dusty trees is them.
1: definitely my favorite, though. Money trees and obviously sing yeah. about me. Yeah, and man, that song. It just hits everything just hits you different with that album. Obviously, you know, I think a lot of people consider to Pimp a Butterfly's uh the its greatest album, but to me, uh, you know, Matt Good Kid Mass City is just something beyond honestly, probably my favorite body of work from him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. Good Kid Mass City is probably mine definitely top five albums of all time. And uh, as a, as I think right now, it's my favorite album of all time. It's just it just has everything I like. Um, and yeah, there we go. We completed the 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 gauntlet of questions that, that I find very difficult. Um, yeah, I'm happy with my I'm happy with my answers on this. Um you know, a lot of people said Travis Scott
1: for most overrated rapper. Uh, what do you think of that? That's like, I feel like that's kind of easy answer and, and I don't I don't see I don't really see him as overrated because obviously people know he's not people people know he's not the best lyricist and uh they're just there for the vibes and obviously I don't think I don't think just just uh just views correlates to being somebody being overrated
0: yeah um I don't listen to trap I don't think people listen to Travis Scott for bars yeah pretty much so if you want him as a over like if people are really overrating him as a rapper fine but i think when it comes to him bro he made sicko mode like that that's a wonderful piece of production right there um so i can't i can't put travis scott right there because i don't really evaluate him as a rapper to be honest uh and i don't yeah he's i would say he's a you know fusion of pop and
1: rap artists yeah so yeah yeah, yep. He definitely he definitely broke the bubble, but you know, recently with 2020, mm-hmm. a lot of people started criticizing him for being too not even mainstream, too too consumer just uh, all the all these brands working with him. I don't know the word, exact word, but yeah. You know, he kind of became I, oh yeah, the commercialized, I think that's the word. Okay, commercialized, yeah. a little too
0: commercialized. McDonald's and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I can't I can't be mad at people's critiques about that. Um but again, people were reacting as if this was like Kendrick Lamar. Like I've never got anything from Travis Scott that would tell me like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a McDonald's deal. Like he yeah. he wants that money, bro. Um, but yeah. here's the thing, um, Machi, what what have you been consuming as 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 a like a piece of media that you find very interesting over the last week? And I've been consuming a lot of stuff, but and to for this we're going to
1: get some movies that I've been watching some some good ones okay and uh awesome movies and i and actually I, I didn't i forgot to mention you, and but i
0: finally I watched hunter hunter man oh
1: finally watched it oh my
0: god you Hunter? wait 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 to what episode though by the way guys hunter hunter is an anime the greatest anime of all time in my opinion just just for those that have never seen hunter hunter you should watch it uh but but what episode did you get to what do you mean episode? It was a movie. Wait, what? Monty, Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> It was a movie. No, bro. You watched the movie Hunter Hunter? Nah, nah, nah. It's,
1: it's not anime, man. I was trolling you. Oh. There's a movie called Hunter Hunter. And it's an English movie. It's like a live-action English movie. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you're gonna get at that, bro. Oh I knew God. you were gonna
0: be mad at that. I really thought you had watched. I was like, wait, how did you have the time to watch a hundred and thirty some episodes? Like, okay, well,
1: <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna watch it though, man. Don't don't worry. I'm definitely gonna, gonna okay. watch the Real Hunter. Okay, the Hunter Hunter anime. But this movie Hunter Hunter, it was actually a movie about hunting movie and like a, you know some some wolf like a some you know some historic prehistoric wolf have been this family's. they've, they've been living in, in in the fucking woods and this wolf yeah they're trying to pretty much out there and they're trying to hunt it or if they don't hunt it they're going to be hunted pretty much yeah and man i didn't i was like you know let me check it out because a lot of people said it had one of the most gruesome scenes ever i was like really let me check it out and you know first first you know first pretty much 90 minutes of the movie pretty much most of it I was like, I don't really see, I don't see, I don't really get what people are talking about, but man, the the last 10 or, you know, 8, 10 minutes, holy mm-hmm. shit, man, the 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 gruesome, how, how brutal it is, I think it's some of the most, probably the most gruesome violent scenes I've
0: seen in, in movies in general, like, do you want to describe
1: I, what happens in, in, in one of the scenes?
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, because I like, like, I've seen a lot of gruesome stuff before, so like. What what? Like tell me to what degree did they go obviously it like it's a, or-
1: Yeah, it's, it's cause you gotta see this, uh, how gruesome it is uh, mm-hmm. with your own eyes. Cause obviously it's a, a lot of movies did the same type of shit, but the way they you know probably put the makeup on, it just it just looked crazy. So uh so these this this spoilers. So if, if anybody wants to watch this movie, I guess skip uh, five minutes ahead. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. So what happens is apparently this another hunter uh, like actual hunter that yeah there was there wasn't really any wolf out there it was actually a person that you know like uh, some some guy some hunter that's it's actually a serial killer and they ah, thought it was a, like okay. actual wolf but there, there was actually a wolf there but he wasn't the real threat it was actually the person and he killed mm. the husband okay. and the husband and the kid and the woman, he almost killed the woman at the end too, but she saw that yeah. after she saw what it, what this dude did to the kid, her kid, she pretty much skinned him alive, like uh, skinned him alive. Like you could see the face, like half of his face, like skinned alive. And she, after she skinned him alive, she just rips his fucking face off with her hands. And you could see like the eyeball popping out, like the, the, the scene of it just oh my god bro that sounds it was insane obviously some a lot of a lot of shows did this but the way he the way they did this the way they directed it yeah it just and they showed it it was like
0: oh my god this scene but but it seemed too real man but monty in the in the context of the story is it just for shock value or did you actually like the narrative of the movie the narrative was
1: i would say pretty good but uh Uh, honestly, the movie isn't too crazy, like the the whole overall plot. But the, this the this the scene I feel like made it up because they build that shit up you know, mm. over over you know slowly. They didn't really you know usually a lot of a lot of movies did the, do this shit you know just okay. they just throw it out there. Hey, uh, wait, just, wait so did
0: she do this to the antagonist? She skinned the antagonist a lot or the protagonist? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Gotcha.
1: Like the like the bad guy, and, and right. it's pretty crazy to see. I might send it to you to check it out yourself but
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: the besides them and I actually watched uh some two other movies and they're, they're actually musically based and okay this Music. this movie's called Sound of Metal and it's it's an Amazon Prime movie so you could probably check this cuz I don't know man this one kind of hit deep with me cuz this movie is about this heavy metal musician who starts yeah. to experience hearing loss like he starts uh, to lo- lose his hearing yeah. and he has okay. to he has to deal with that shit. It's like, yo, I can't lose this. Uh, so he's pretty much, you know, just tries to, tries to find somehow to, to you know, to perform live in the stage while still dealing with this shit, but he can't do it anymore. So his girlfriend was like, yo, you gotta need help or or, or I'm leaving you. And she pretty much, she pretty much left him at a like a sanctuary type place. Yeah. Uh, like a death where all the deaf people go kinda. Damn. And after that, that movie kind of, kind of turned really beautiful, man, in a way where it's like, damn, man, this kind of, it's very, um, there's like a, a meditative state to it. Like, damn, man, like this person, you know, he has to deal with, learn some new shit. Like, you know, he starts, at first he's very angry about it, all this. And over time you see, like he's learning new shit and, you know, I'm not going to spoil the twist, but at the end, like there's a message behind the story, man. And, and it's kind of beautiful. Like you know, he does some crazy shit too, and and there's like a beautiful message at the end, and that that really connected with me personally. And obviously, it's 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 kind of weird, man, because this movie and the other movie that I watched, I think. Did you hear about this the the the, the new Pixar movie Soul? Nope. That just came out on on Christmas, okay. on Christmas Day, and uh, yeah, it's been a big movie that people have been anticipating. Because you know. You know with Pixar they always they always do something really great cuz mm-hmm. you know these are supposed to be kids movies but mm-hmm. adults get a lot of shit out of this too and yeah with this movie soul this might be man this might be the most mature Pixar movie I've seen man
0: really? even more mature
1: than a lot of actual adult adult films wow and man I don't know I don't I don't know how kids might like this cuz this about this uh this movie's about a jazz musician mm-hmm. who who finally gets the gig of his lifetime. Like, he's been looking for forward to this gig. Like, yeah. he's been, his whole life, he's almost, like, 40, I think. And he's like, yo, I finally got this gig. I'm about to perform next to, the, like, uh, the biggest jazz singer in, in New York or whatever. And right right when he's about to go, you know, perform, like, he's heading to the place. He, he pretty much dies. And Damn. and he, he, he goes to this place. And, like, this place between between death or you know being alive and he, he, right. he meets the soul some crazy he just goes into into a journey like finding himself and at first it's pretty it's pretty interesting it's like I can't I can't I can't be dead man I gotta I gotta go back to to earth and and he, he pretty much you know uh, teams out with this little kid and it's pretty weird man I, I I can't really go over all the all the details of the plot but that sounds and really yeah that's not mature though it sounds yeah, it's very it's very mature, man. It gets like deeply philosophical, deeply metaphysical. It's like mm. I don't know, man. I I don't even know how how this is a kids'
0: movie because.
1: But you like the it, message though? behind it's beautiful, man.
0: Okay, you like okay. Now now out of all those three movies you named, which what is your favorite? If you have to like. Definitely it. soul, man.
1: Soul soul might have been the best movie I've seen in twenty twenty. Okay. Damn. I think you should definitely check it out, man. There's there's a beautiful message behind it too. Okay. I think you, you should
0: watch it with your, with your nephew, man. Ah, yeah, that, that might be a good look. That might be a good look. Um, okay. So what I've been consuming though, Montia, I mean, there's two things. There's a YouTube channel named that chapter and they go, grow, they go over, um, gruesome murders, murder cases. Um, some of the most nastiest crimes ever committed in, uh, in America, uh, Canada, Australia, the UK, anywhere. And, uh, some of them go unsolved, but, Hearing this dude go into like detail of how crazy certain cases are, like here's one case, for instance, um, there was this girl named Brittany, and uh, uh, I forgot what the white girl's name was, but they got brutally, they got brutally sexually assaulted, and 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 uh, and it came out that the uh, one of them died, the other one didn't, but the other one was bruised up, but it came out that that the girl that was bruised up, Brittany. And uh, she set it all up, and she like hurt herself. She she hurt her, and they were working at a store called Lululemon. By the way, I'm I feel like I'm butchering the story, but they're working at a store called Lululemon. Brittany goes back inside because she allegedly forgot uh, her card, her metro card, to get on the bus, and then these two two gentlemen rush in and uh, lock them into this room in the back of the lululemon store and just brutally raped them and uh the the white woman that that died i can't remember her name i'm so sorry guys uh uh it was like i watched it two days ago on youtube but i was just uh, amazed at how crazy this case was because uh the, the the white woman she died she had horrific wounds like 245 like injuries to her body and she she had defensive wounds which suggests that she she fought for her life she was not trying to uh uh let them get it. Well, with you know, she was a warrior. She went, she went out like a soldier. Um, it's sad that she went out anyway. But the, the the other girl, they took pictures of her, and she was like unconscious, and she had like scrapes on her stomach. But then evidence started to point and suggest that she's the one that set it up. Like, and she she injured herself. Like, she didn't even get raped. Basically, uh, they just set up to make it look like she was a victim but she's the one that called those two dudes in and there were tools that was there. That's it. Like the tools that these bro, they use, they use pliers. They use the wrench. They use the hammer. They tortured this other girl. But for some reason, the Brittany didn't have no severe wounds and stuff like that. And, And it suggests it suggested that that girl brought those tools there. Like the two guys didn't enter with those tools that those tools were already there. Um, yeah, bro. Wait, so the guys uh, that raped them, the dudes were—they mm-hmm. didn't do anything. So basically, oh yeah, they did it. They they committed. They definitely committed the crime. But what's shocking is the fact that the girl set it up. One of the girls that made herself look like a victim set the whole thing up. Oh, so she per- She's like the mastermind behind it. Pretty much, and there's no r- Damn, real motive. Like we still don't know why she did it, but we know that the woman, her, her friend. Oh, here's a motive. This is the shitty. This is the craziest motive I've ever heard. But if I remember correctly, it's because she was getting snitched on for stealing in the store. So allegedly the girl that got raped to death snitched on Brittany. And that's why Brittany Bonte, that's so pet. Like that's insane. <laughs> like you, you told on me for, for stealing. So I'm about to set you up. Like, like, you know, they're
1: mentally unstable when they don't have like any crazy, even, even if you had like a crazy reason to do this, like not crazy. I mean, like, uh, like make sense reason. I mean, obviously in no world any any of this shit be happening but yeah. you know usually it's like a big reason why somebody would do this but yeah you know they're unstable when like it's like some petty reason some stupid reason
0: yeah bro 240 something wound so if you guys want to check that channel i was called that chapter uh sometimes the only criticism i have about the dude that runs it can't remember his name but i just know his youtube channel is called that chapter is sometimes he'll he'll say like some insensitive jokes about the deaths because he tries to be funny sometimes and sometimes the jokes are like uh ill-timed
1: doesn't land yeah 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 <laughs> and it's
0: like uh you didn't have to go that far but
1: in terms of like yeah this the this doesn't really seem like the subject to joke about but i guess he's trying to do something new stand out because you yeah. know there's so many channels like that
0: exactly and it works though they're, they're, you know he's, he's a big fish in that genre he has over like he's close to a million subscribers He gets like millions of views yeah. on average on this video. So if you guys want some true crime, cause I know a lot of y'all thirsty for some true crime documentaries. Man,
1: I do love the, it's crazy though. Cause you know, uh, the, this type of stuff always fascinates me or interests me to check out, yeah. uh, you know, but after, you know, right before I w- watch this type of stuff, I'm like, you know, man, life is great, man. You know, it's not, it's not too bad. But after I watch, you know, these channels like Rainbot, Nexpo. Yeah. I'm like, man, fuck life, man. I can't trust nobody. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's you gotta be careful watching these shows, bro, because it'll have you paranoid. It'll be like, man, it it will have you doubting humanity because a lot of people try to assume that yeah. humanity, most of us is good or the capacity for good outweighs what we can do evil. But when you watch these channels, you find out that evil knows no bounds with us. And no ghost story, no no monster story could ever replace the, the scariness and fear that that or terror that we as human beings wreak on each other yeah uh, the humans we're great
1: man we're not we're not just one side good or bad yeah definitely
0: um another show i've been watching i don't have much to say about it i'm like uh halfway through it it's a show called the great pretenders it's uh
1: don't spoil anything man i'm i'm, I'm about
0: to watch that okay that's on my next next list to watch okay it's just it's, it's a it's a, a anime and it's about Con artists, and I'm not gonna spoil anything, Monty. That's a part of the premise. These are the show is about con artists. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I was binging. I'm binging it right now. I don't have like a score to give it, like out of ten, because I'm not done with the series. But I never thought I would make it past two, three episodes of a show about scamming people.
1: But somehow, man, that sounds interesting though. Like yeah. they could. It could make something interesting out of
0: it somewhere relevant too because scamming in 2020 was was a big deal. Scamming has always been a big in- industry but specifically in 2020 yeah. with the stimulus checks and like uh, business loans and there's there's a lot of scams uh, going on con artists uh, that exists. So uh, oh by the way here's one thing that I learned those Nigeria scam emails they purposely they purposely they purposely misspell emails like that because like it's a way of it's a way of uh hmm like if you're if you're gullible enough to respond to that with their broken english and believe it then then that that's what they're wanting anyway they don't want to write this grammatically correct email or whatever because it's a way broken english is actually a tool for like who they're going to prey on and yeah that's smart man
1: like uh, you're trying to find the target that's pretty much the most gullible the easiest because yeah even if they fall for it you know you could get it's gonna be an easy job <laughs> you can find you yeah know, find uh easy money out of them pretty much that's smart how did you think of that man
0: yeah i, I was blown away about that because you know you think of broken english is something that you can't control so the fact that it's actually used as a tool wow Hey.
1: These people are smart, man. We we can't
0: un, we can't doubt them, man.
1: Yeah. We can't really. But it is kind of sad. Why would you do this? But it
0: is kind of sad. The first thing people think of when they hear Nigeria in America is like the print scams. Like it's become.
1: Yeah, man. Nigeria has a lot of culture. They're 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 huge. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people
0: come from there. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't... I guess that's the that's the
1: thing with like you know countries just have a reputation and like a, pre, a prejudice or. Or like what do you call it like a stereotype and yeah we gotta change that
0: exactly yeah when i think of japan i think of like a clean country maybe quiet uh when i think of italy i think of uh pasta well i I found out pickpocketing pickpocketing is a big thing over there in italy too like people are known to like
1: yeah i think spain italy yeah
0: yeah um but um okay yeah bro the great pretenders and that chapter that's the media I've been consuming. It, uh, but I think I find. Man, I know,
1: I know what what should be on your next uh, next on your list, man. I was going to talk What's about up? it on the next episode, but you okay. got to watch, got to watch *Allison Borderland*, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna be, you're gonna be after after a few episodes, you'll see why 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 I told you to watch it. Alice in Borderland*. Okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix, man. Uh, they, it's based on an anime. Uh huh. I, I mean, it' based on a manga, but they okay. they had anime, but it it wasn't it wasn't too great. But this show, man, they really actually did go back and re and like look over some of the pages of the anime, like how to see how they
0: adapted it.
2: Yeah,
1: man, they 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 did this shit justice, man.
0: That's crazy because you know the the live action like success ratio when it comes to like yeah. generally anime live action movies are like horrible, like horrible, horrible. So the fact that you're telling me that there's a live action that adapted a manga, uh, which is the main source material of most anime. Uh, and it's actually good. That that yeah. is interesting. That is interesting. Like I'm
1: surprised how this manga or just just uh, pretty much the story in general wasn't more popular. Cause mm-hmm. I'm so this because this is really good. This 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 like something that I, I would feel like would be really big in the manga industry or in the manga scene, the community. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, even my one of my friend who's huge huge into manga, didn't even know about this. And I was like, it, it felt great to you know actually. Tell them about a new manga that they never even heard of. Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely. Um, I got to get yeah, to ad- check it out. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, on. i would say this is definitely the
1: best. Oh, but anime manga adaption adaption so far, because I also watched the other one. I think I talked to you about this. Uh, the Sweet Home is like a, a South Korean uh, mm. manga adaption. Like they have a different way of spelling it. Yeah. And yeah. that wasn't too great, man. <laughs> that, that, that was kind of kind of pretty disappointing. But man, this—I'm yeah. telling you, this—this this really, this really is pretty good.
0: Alice in Borderland. Okay, I'll definitely keep, yeah. that, keep that in mind. Um,
1: yeah, that definitely has that battle royale. You know, the Hunger Games type of feel. I, I know you—you—you
0: you, you love that type. Of I, yeah, I do. I like battle royales. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That, yeah, this—this—this
1: this, this really going <laughs> to this definitely gonna be up your alley. Hell
0: yeah! Hell yeah! All right. Well, Monty, I think that was episode. 11? I
1: think 12, man. Cause uh, yeah, we missed like two weeks, man. But you know, we're gonna make up for it 2021. Yep. Gonna yep. be we're gonna keep at it,
0: be consistent. Yeah, man, because there's there's news happening every day. And you know, talking, talking with Monty is one of my favorite things to do. Uh and yeah, until next time, guys, take care. Yeah. Man.
1: And if you if you have any, you know, questions or you wanna chime in with anything, you can always hit us up at, at the Grey cave at
0: gmail.com. Yep, definitely. And uh thanks thank you for uh, listening. If y'all, if y'all make it through this whole episode, like, uh, that's, that's, uh, I, I can't put it in words how much I appreciate people. Like, yeah. If, you, if you're still
1: like listening right now, yeah. you know, you, you, cause we don't have uh, you know, like a built up viewership, like audience yet. And you're know, like, some of our most loyal people, man. You, so definitely, definitely, you know, let us know yeah if you want to, Uh, definitely let us know uh, that you're you're actually listening and it's great man yeah so far we don't really have we're just starting out but you know it's gonna be big once we once we once we keep at, keep at it being consistent
0: yeah we always want to hear the the ogs man the og fans definitely that's that those are the ones that make it all happen and uh shout out to the ones shout out to the people that be downloading uh these episodes i'd be surprised that at the at the numbers it's not like big or anything but the fact that people are actually downloading it so early it's, it's pretty pretty awesome so uh, shout out to you guys um but yeah until next week take care